this holiday season. Prepare to have the stuffing scared out of you. Thanksgiving. So how many mince pies is too many mince pies in a day? I mean, I've already done a box myself, so... Today? Uh, there's no... No, but... No, um, I mean... <laughs> yesterday. I mean, I mean, how many in a day is too many? In a consecu oh, consecutive there, no, days? There isn't a limit. Because I'm averaging no about two a day. Content. I mean, that's rookie numbers. <laughs> <laughs> what? You mean every day? I'm averaging I mean one in the morning, one in the evening, every day. I mean, I, I will, I generally eat them two at a time anyway, so I'm having at least four a day if I'm having a couple. Where are you getting them from? I mean, at the minute, just like whatever supermarket, but um, there is a local bakery that does really nice ones, so as we, get, <sighs> as we get closer in, I'll probably be going for a dozen of them. On I, I firmly believe the shittier... Or shall we say, more lower tier supermarkets do the uh, better mince pies. See, I don't know because, like I say, I think I've been spoilt by these local bakery ones where the pastry is really nice and thin, and there's they're only like thin pies. They're not like the big chunky ones that you get. All right. So you get a good a good ratio of filling to <laughs> to the pastry. Um, nobody's speaking to you, Alexa. Be quiet. Um, so I'm currently rocking. Oh no, where's the where's the box? But yeah, when I lived at home, we lived across the road from one of these. See, and I, I yeah, I banged out a few of them the other week. Um, yeah, yeah, that's. Got that. But we lived <laughs> we lived across the road from one of these bakeries, and my, um, so we were getting them like a dozen at a time, a couple of times a week, and I was probably eating. I mean, that was the reason why we were getting a dozen a couple of times a week. Because I was just... Whenever I was near the cupboard where they were, I was like, oh, I'll just have one of these. Yeah, I fucking love a mince pie. I think oh, this good, should be an all-year-round thing. So good. What What if we did a mince pie taste comparison? We, we, we can rank <laughs> the supermarkets. <laughs> we can get our horror wine, and we can rank... <laughs> I was told at work though someone had because um, it, it, mince pies are normally short, short, um, short crust pastry. Is that what mm -hmm. it is? I think get so, puff, yeah. puff, puff pastry mince pies. The sort of oh, pastry see. you get with um, like steak and kidney pie. Yeah. I don't. I don't like the idea of that. I'm not having it. I don't know. Hmm. I. I mean, I'd try it. I'd give it a go. Yeah. See, I just really want a mince pie now. <laughs> we're talking about them, and I know that I've eaten all the ones we have in the house already. So I do have to. I'll have to go and run the car in a bit anyway, just to uh, warm it up. So maybe that's how I'll do it. I'll, I'll have hey, a run out to get some mince hey, pies. Go warm the car up for some mince pies. We're going out. <laughs> we're out of mince pies. Go warm the car up. That's it. That's so good. They should be year round. I don't. I think why... they should be year round. I do. Hundred percent. It's, it's it's scandalous, absolutely scandalous. And what about the um the alcohol infused mince pies? That's a bit much. I think that's a bit much. 
I think that's a bit much because I that, generally stuff like that, liqueurs, chocolate liqueurs. Oh. Yeah, if you they, they go they tip over that edge very quickly, I think, and yeah, you you gotta less is more when you're putting booze in food. I think definitely. Okay, where do you stand on Christmas pudding? See, I'm not a huge fan of it anyway. I I agree. I don't like it. No, I don't. I mean, I think as I've got older and my taste buds have probably matured a little bit, I can eat it now. But as a kid, it was always that's why I would go for mince pies over the Christmas pudding. I don't want to have Christmas dinner. I don't want yep. Christmas pudding. I'm going to have some mince pies. Um, as I get a little bit older, it's like, oh, I'll try a little bit of it, but I'd still rather have. Yeah. I think I'd still rather have the mince pies than Christmas pudding. The thing with yeah. Christmas pudding as well, it's, it's, it's basically like Christmas cake without the, the shell. Without the, I, icing, I, like the good bit, the good bit, the icing and the marzipan. Just give yeah. me, the, just give me the marzipan and the icing, and I'm game. I'm, I'm sound. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, and as far as Christmas dinner, where do you stand with turkey? I mean, it's it's all right, and it it's not great, but it's really not that great, is it? Yeah, no, I suppose. It's it's a weird thing to say, well, like, it's, well, it's tradition and rah, rah, rah. And it's like, yeah, but it's crap. If you don't like it's it, really like, crap. Why are, we, why are we sticking with this rubbish tradition? It's uh, shit like, chicken. It is shit chicken. Um, I think my mum, I think, and we've never got like a full turkey. I think my mum usually gets like a crown or a, a roll or something. So it tends what? to be. A roll? A roll. It's like, I think they just take the, the bone, the part of it or and you get like a like a loin like a roll like a or something i don't know i'm not a butcher roll the meat up yeah just <laughs> yes <laughs> a burrito we just have a yeah. turkey burrito <laughs> i find it very dry um, it can be very dry yeah i think that's it though i think if you just go for like a crown or the 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 roll then it tends to be easier to keep it moist um but i think increasingly the last few i mean i've always have gone Apart from a few occasions, I've always gone to my parents' house. So my yeah. it's my mum's Christmas dinner that I'm most used to. And increasingly over the last few years, we've the, the turkey has become less and less. And we get like pork and some beef or something as well. Like my dad insisted. Yeah. Because it, it's Christmas, there needs to be more than one meat on the plate. Yes. Because at least, at least two, ideally three. But over the years, the tur the amount of turkey has lessened, and the the volume of the other meats has increased. That's a that's a hundo percento right there. That that is uh, Christmas needs to be a carvery. Yeah, basically. And if otherwise, and it's, it's, otherwise it, it is needs, just a roast dinner. It's exactly. It needs to be a. Uh, it's like the one time of the year where all the foods come together. They put their differences aside. Everything comes together on one big plate, and you just. <laughs> You should well, not I mean, be able to see your plate. plate. Yeah, yeah. Sharing the plate in unity. Crips and bloods back together. You know, <laughs> they should, all the foods put their differences aside. It's a, it's um, it's like that that, that uh, it, it was Christmas, right? In, in World War Two, when they came together, they played yeah, football. The, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. exactly what it is. All the foods come together. Christmas Day. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly 19, what it is. Fourteen, whenever it was. Yeah, you shouldn't need to see your plate. You shouldn't be able to see your plate. <laughs> no, definitely shouldn't so. be able to see your plate. Speaking of turkey, uh, <laughs> I was as soon as uh, as soon as that mince pie went straight down my my god, so like, mm. 
got an idea here. I've got it. I've got, I've it. got it. It's the long one. It's a long one, but I can get there. I can get I mean, there. All relevant stuff, anyway. All good. We should be, you know. We're, tis tis almost the season. The season is almost upon us. So you know, it, we're answering. It, answering apparently not till this questions. Well, apparently not till December for you. I mean, it should. You know, December the first at least. I think is reasonable. Don't you think? Putting your decorations up is a weekend thing. It's a it, it it's is. a Sunday thing. Come on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. December first. Right. It's the last Sunday before the it's the last Sunday before the weekend in December. We'll be doing ours next weekend. On the third, yeah. Okay. Well at some right. point over that weekend. Well on that bombshell, folks, welcome back to the dread. Here we go. It is the dreadcast. Well, it is the dreadcast. Let's have a little break. What, what episode number is it? Do you know what? So, do, we even do, know do you know anymore? what? No, we do, we do, we do. Um, uh, yeah, welcome back to Dragcast, folks. My name is Tom. This is Aiden. Um, Hello. and this will be as I uh do the usual of uh just word salad in and longing this out as I search the search the folders go to the YouTube channel and as find I out. Search my one hard drive that's dedicated to this monumental show. Show of shows um, that I'm sure will be picked up by a studio or a production company at some point. Ah, oh, there it is. So this is now episode 63 today. 63. Of, uh, it, ah, fun fact for you all. It would have been That's 64. I've already actually done all the artwork that says 64. I'm going to have to change it back to 63 because we changed the plans. <laughs> Yay. Yes, so today would have been Bride of Frankenstein, but... Um, mm-hmm. A few things change around. We took the week off. We'll come back to Bride of Frankenstein next week. Uh, but today is yeah. what the name uh, name in the title you can see. You obviously know what you're listening to. We'll get on to the film soon. There's some business to deal with beforehand. I feel I've got some business. I've got some business to deal You've with. Got beforehand. some business. I suspect it might and might know what it is, but um, I think I've got a little a little bit of things. But yeah, it's it's turkey. It's turkey day related movie this it is it is it is it's very much so turkey day i'm looking forward to this one i've been looking forward to this for a while um well what do you think i'm gonna bring up what do you think i'm gonna bring i to think the table? you're going to talk about the scream 7 fiasco i think we need to talk about the screams <laughs> rest in peace the scream franchise franchise yeah because holy shit if you weren't folks, fed up of it already that folks, is. killing people is bad it's as straightforward as that and um as i filibuster again to try and get her name (laughs) (laughs) melissa barrera that's the one melissa barrera spoke out about the um ongoing conflict between israel and gaza and she got shit canned instantly for it what do we know? What she actually said? Because I've uh, throughout, I've said, I've been sort of loosely following this story. Um, yeah, certainly the main points that I reckon we, we you're going to bring up now. Um, but I never once thought I can't I could be bothered to actually find out exactly yeah. what she said. So, so <laughs> no, um, no idea. Because basically, she's been posting quite a lot. Not the only celebrity slash actor slash person in the spotlight who has been mm-hmm. posting support for either side 
Remember, folks, killing people is bad. Yes. That's it. That's it. Just going to keep pointing that out. Um, And uh, she posted, I believe, a lot of um, support for Palestine, Palestinian people. Bless you, Aiden. Bless me. A lot of support for Palestinian people. Um, a lot of sympathy towards Palestinian people because of what's going on in the conflict out there. And Spyglass were having none of it. Uh, production company for screen and um just yep gone shit can gone yeah and um conveniently as well uh general ortega is now gone from scream 7 for to scheduling conflicts <laughs> we did that the exact same time it's, i'm so happy yeah because I, th- I know <laughs> full well that we both feel exactly the same about this it's all very convenient isn't it that literally days after her co-star and presumably friend yeah. is canned from this picture um that it's revealed that the other cut main star main cast member has a conflict like they didn't know months years in advance that Wednesday was going to be shooting another series like you know what I mean it's just nonsense well that's the report apparently they did know and they did know that she would be filming Wednesday uh, in spring of next year. Yeah. And um, it's only just now come to light that she would not be conveniently a day after, or maybe later on the same day that Melissa was fired, that General Ortega would not be coming back for screen. I mean, any point in the same week, it's too convenient for it to be true. It's just nonsense. I don't believe, I don't believe it for a second. Um, so yeah, we have the two two main leads gone from the Scream series. The Scream, I, I guess you could call it a rebooting, even though it's continuing the story. It's re, it's, it's refreshing, re, bringing back the franchise that didn't die off with Scream 4, but sort of took a, a nap for a while. Yeah, about, I think it was Scream 4 was 2010, 2011. Let's have a look. Something like that. Um, but yeah, it's but it was about universe, a decade. Yeah, 2011. And- yeah, the same universe, but yeah, it's a, a, a lot of it. A lot of those later ones do feel like they are just re, reboots of the original. They do, but um, I, I, mean, I know you're, you. We did Scream Six earlier on this year when you, mm-hmm. uh, you were a little, little, little babby on the show, little, little yeah. babby Aiden. And I remember you saying that you're not the biggest Scream fan. It's all good. No, but did you did you see Scream Five? The the one watched... that they their first one that they came. Back yeah, yeah, I watched them all. Um... I recapped all of them on the run up yeah. to doing that episode. So, yeah, I loved Scream Five. I thought I didn't. Scream Six was oh, it was okay. It's mm-hmm. definitely not. It's not one of my favorite horrors of the year. But Scream Five, I thought, was a great refresh of the yeah, series. I liked it. I certainly liked it a lot more than Four. Four was yes, yeah, dull for me. Very yeah, dull. but Scream Scream Five felt fresh, and I was happy with General Tega and Melissa. But I'm gonna get her last. I keep butchering her Barrera. Her last name. Um, they it was nice. They felt very fresh, fresh new characters, fresh new group, especially with Randy's niece and nephew. That was cool to see. And now it's like with them gone, do please do not try and tack on. I don't want to say B B characters. You know, you got your A characters, your B yeah, characters yeah. to to a main story and P- pushing I, the I, friend, I, the rest of the friend group forward. Well, I think the biggest, not rumor, but the biggest 
uh, the most frequent thing that's being said about it is, well, now you'll have the money to give Niv Campbell what she wants. Yeah. And, she... and fans are calling out for a return to, to Sydney and her story. Um, I can't see it. That's... I can't, I, I can't, I can't see, see it, especially it. what they did to her with Scream 6. They didn't... They exactly. Pay her up. And now if they do approach her with that, I mean, if I, if I was... Neve Campbell, I'd tell them to take a long walk off a short pier, you know. Yeah. You can't like it's basically like, oh well you, you didn't you didn't you know, you, you didn't want to put the work in to keep me in the franchise back when it I, I was in it and relevant and it was yeah. it was still sort of my thing. Now you're clearly in uh, clearly up Shit's Creek because your two main stars of, from the new series have gone. You come crawling back, I'd you definitely tell them to jump she's not made of stone though they, they drove a dump truck of money up to her house. i mean yeah <laughs> and i'm exactly i'm saying this yeah following the knowledge that i'm not having a dump truck full of money driven <laughs> up to my door because i would absolutely be a hypocrite but uh but I, it wouldn't surprise me you know it wouldn't surprise me if she just went like well no because i've made peace with not being you know mm. brought back for that and i've moved on um, as 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 shit as this whole situation is, and it is awful because I believe this was Melissa. I think she had um, she's of uh, Mexican, she's Hispanic origin. And I think she had done a lot of uh, television shows and small films. I think this was her breakthrough film. Yeah, and I thought she was great in it. Um, oh, where was I going with this? Uh, the, the the story, the story is wrapped up. The story for me was wrapped up in five. You didn't need to continue. Like it was so refreshing with those two new characters and yeah. their their friends. You didn't need to try and do more and more and more of it. And like Scream, Scream Seven, I had no idea where they were going to go after of Scream Six. Scream Six no. killers felt very tacked on, and that's the thing with the Scream series, which I think we talked about. Ghostface is very different in characteristics to Michael, Jason, Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Michael, Jason, Leatherface are who they are. Ghostface is a person in disguise with an agenda. Well, we've never had the same ghost face twice. No. We? It's, it's, it's a, always a copycat. It's always somebody inspired by or related to one of the previous. Yeah. Um, but with an agenda, like that, they're using yeah. the ghost face as a, a mask to hide their identity. Yeah. That's all. Michael, Michael's Michael. Jason is Jason. Mm-hmm. Jason's on, Jason's killing again. It's not like, who could it be under the hockey? No. Fucking Jason. Like, so, I don't, I don't, even if, if Sydney came back, right, Scream 1, it was her boyfriend and Stu. Scream 2, it was the boyfriend's mum and Timothy yeah. Oliphant. Scream 3, it was her half-brother. Um, yeah. The, di- the director, uh, half-brother, I can't remember his name. Um, Scream 4, like it was... Scooter or Skeeter or something. <laughs> Scooter. Like that, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it wasn't, I don't Skeeter. know. Wait, Skeeter was Skeeter's the blue guy from um, Doug. <laughs> that, yeah, it was him. It was him. <laughs> it was him all along. It was. I'm sure uh, he's got some daft name. Roman. I'm probably really. Ro- Roman. There we go. That's close enough. Skeeter, <laughs> <Gita>, Scooter. <laughs> Scooter. <laughs> Didn't Skeeter in Doug go like. He like squeaked. Yeah, he used, he used to make like weird noises, yeah. Doug was great. Anyway, uh, that's for our next for the the Doug podcast coming later on next year. Um, The Doug cast, yeah. Uh, So that screen three was uh, half hour. Screen four was Jill, her niece or cousin. Yeah, 
played by Emma Roberts. It was some, yeah, it was some. It was another fact. It was a fact. So, family member. Uh, Scream Five was just. Um, I mean, that was a stupid storyline as well. It was. It was like her niece who was essentially jealous that she was. She wasn't. She didn't yeah. get enough attention. <laughs> but then, then the family member that had tried, you know, that somebody had tried to murder like several times. It was such a stupid story. Uh, yeah, here we go. Um, growing up, her mother Kate neglected her a lot, fueled by her cousin's immense stardom and fame being cheated yeah. on, and her cousin's successful book tour of her self-help novel. Oh yeah, um, uh, the events spiraled Jill over the edge into psychopathy. Yes. Yeah. Um, Scream five. But then, but then five, we had the boyfriend again. So it it, it started the storyline again. So five, uh, yeah. five, we had the boyfriend again. Six, we have the parent of the boyfriend. So the next one is Scooter. Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 that's that's what I'm saying. Like they have an, they all have a different agenda rather than psychopathic killer just going killing people. Yeah. Right. Well, which changed later on in say supernatural zombie killer or whatever. Yeah, and which changed later on in the Halloween series when they added canon in canon story into being like Jamie being uh, related, Jamie and uh, Laurie being related to Michael and whatnot, rather than Halloween one, Michael just killing. Yeah. Ghostface, whoever's under the Ghostface mask, always has an agenda. And if you brought back Sydney, how many people can be trying to kill this woman? Unless they bring her back as the killer. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also in that in that rumor of Sydney coming back. There's also speculation rumor of Patrick Dempsey coming back, um, which we'll talk about Patrick Dempsey very soon. Um, coming back too, and I when I read that, I completely blanked. I'm thinking Patrick Dempsey was in Scream. Oh yeah, he was in Scream Three with Skeeter. Oh God, was it? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, he was. Much about it. He was I mean, a police officer. No, not typecast at all then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, not at all. So I, I don't know. I this the you, you've already killed off. You killed off Dewey, Deputy Doofus. Um, Gail didn't. Well. Everyone was near enough immortal in Scream Six. Gail survived. Yeah, yeah, she probably and shouldn't have done. But Sid- Sydney was Sydney pieced out. Sydney's done with this shit. So there's your legacy characters pretty much gone. You tried to establish your new ones in Scream Five. Did what you could with Scream Six. Just let them go off into the sunset. Well, it's- that's what we said, wasn't it? That's what we said that they'd they'd get rid of. Um... They, they'd get rid of all the legacy characters yeah. and then move forward with entirely the new cast. But yeah, it looks like they may have to retain and claw back some of those. But I, I think they, I think they should just stop, just, just stop, do something. It's, else. it's for what, what we say about Scream Six and especially Scream Three. Scream Three is is potentially the worst of the series, but it's watchable. It's still one of the top series, I'd say, in horror that doesn't have a majority of awful films look at something like hellraiser or latter friday the 13th for example or halloween you know there are some stinkers in those franchises but that's that's, for the most part it's kind of consistent for the most part it is but that's why it needs to stop i think agree they're they're very quickly gonna go down like yeah 
they're going to get progressively worse. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, personally think that they, they pushed their luck as far as they could go anyway. Um, so yeah, it might be time to just put it to bed. Yeah. Do something else. So it, it does suck, but I think we could, I think we need to rest Ghostface. I think we need to, he needs to rest in peace. Um, did you ever watch the TV show? No. I tried it. It was awful. Personal yeah, opinion, again, folks. Personal opinion. I, I did not, not being, enjoy it. Not being a huge Scream fan anyway, I thought yeah. I'm not that fussed about it. And then I can't really recall ever hearing anybody talking about it, either positively or negatively. So I just sort of yeah. forgot about it and thought, well, that that was the thing that happened. It was. It was indeed, as was this whole shit storm of uh, Melissa and General Ortega. And I... I I don't know. I I could potentially see other people dropping out. Um, the production being on halt, uh, halted for a while, even though there's the rumours of they just want to get going, 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 reboot, bring people back and go. But this should I, do. But this I, this raises another point anyway about like people. Every you know, human beings have are gonna have opinions about stuff. We are, and that's right, and that's fine, and you know, yeah, we should. We should be able to express them. And perhaps it's more sensible to just not publicly weigh in because people are going to disagree with you and it might cost you your job. But at the same time, we shouldn't we... It's that separating the art from the artist yeah. thing in a, in a slightly different way again, isn't it? I suppose it's like, can we just ignore whatever she's saying? I mean... You know, if you I suppose, but I suppose if you say that, then you've got to ignore everything everybody says, and there are definitely some things that people come out with that aren't cool and shouldn't be ignored. But it's just a whole like, just generally, when something big happens in the world, we ask celebrities what their opinion is, yeah. and we probably really shouldn't be because who gives a crap what you know the winner Lately. of Big Brother Ten thought about the petrol crisis or whatever it might be is do not idolize celebrities they are not heroes you know they are in some sense but they're not they're not people you should live your life to like follow your life to the best one of the funniest examples i've i've seen of this is the dave Chappelle skit on one of his shows he's talking about when 9-11 happened and the news reporters going now we're going to speak to Jar Rule on these moments. Jar, what do you think? <laughs> and, like, I don't give a fuck what Jar Rule thinks. No. <laughs> it's not he's, like he's not... Another, another terrorist uh, um, accident happen, um, um, terrorist attack happens. They go, oh God, where is Jar? I need yeah. to find out what Jar Rule thinks. We <laughs> Nobody need, gives a you shit. Know, at times like this, you want to know what the, the military leaders and politicians and... and humanitarian aid workers think yeah exactly not yeah pop stars and actors it's it's, I think it's it, they, very silly it all comes down to business though doesn't it because like yeah I, I i think she should be allowed to have her opinion everyone should be but it comes down to okay the chain reaction she has that opinion goes to produce the film they could lose a lot of marketing they could lose yeah. a lot of revenue from it then that goes to the production company that would lose money. It's all about money and business yeah, because of this. Is. Is. 
and it sucks. It's very silly. I hope she comes out of it on the other side. Um, I'm glad Ortega's not been really affected by it. I think hopefully she still kills it in horror because like I posted the other day on Twitter. It's like she's one of the best new up-and-coming stars, I'd say, in horror for a long time. We haven't seen someone like her for a long time. No, no. We've got um, Beetlejuice 2 has finished yep. filming now, hasn't it? So she's she's going to be in that as well. Um, Wednesday? Wednesday. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Wednesday. Uh, well, it wasn't... Well it's enough. It, really I've, Adam's I've, family, but... I keep an eye on it for the to see where it goes, but um, yeah. But yeah, Jenna Ortega and probably Lauren Lavera are the two yes. yeah. big up-and-comers at the minute, I think. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I can't see... Like I say, Jenna Ortega in particular is involved in far too many big pro, uh, productions uh, yeah. and franchises for this to be a huge kick to her. And good on her. If, if, if it is as I suspect that she's, she's walked in support of um, a, a colleague's treatment, then all power to her. I respect her for that. Yeah, not enough, not enough celebs do that. Uh-huh. So, Definitely. So yeah, power that's, to her, uh, we'll that is the current shitstorm of Scream 7. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in the future? But I tell you one thing, We'll keep you updated here on the Dreadcast. We, we will. <laughs> About a week later than the events have happened. <laughs> yes, with our, with our half-baked, <laughs> ill-informed, knee-jerk opinions. Reading of websites. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was pretty much, even though we've, we've been away for two weeks, that was pretty much, I think, the only big thing really that I can think of that's happened in the world of horror um, and stuff I wanted to bring up. I've personally been very busy in personal life. Um, I haven't watched anything new apart from what we talked about when evil lurks, which we'll talk about in a yeah. month's time. I've got a list. Um, I, I believe this week I'm going to start watching some more. Probably going to try and do Megan this week. And try and catch up with that. Oh, yeah. Catch up with some of this year's horror films. Um, but yeah, other than that, prepped for, like I told you off stream, kind of prepped for the uh, December episodes. It's going to be jazzy. It's going to be good. I told you my picks. Yes, I have yet to pick my picks, but I will you, be doing that. Sir. I've got, I've got, I've not just need to whittle them down. I've got a bit of a short list. I just need to, to, All right. to hard. I need to know then before you put your decorations up, so the I, fine you, folks out there. Can I'm hoping know. to tell you this evening. It's one of the things that I was <laughs> intending to get done today is to make my, as well as as well as change the oil in the car. <laughs> well, well, I'm priorities. <laughs> it was to okay. Do some prep. Yeah. Well, by the time uh, this episode comes out, uh, the news will be out on what horror Christmas horror films we will be doing throughout of December. So that'll be fun. But we will be tacking on Bride of Frankenstein as well. We've got to get that done. We've got to get that done. Looking we will. forward to that. We will. Um, do you have anything anything just to bring to the table? Anything to bring to the spooky table? Not really. Some very silly little things. Uh, oh, that we do love was that. out the other week. So I got... Um, I'm sure you know what a, a blind box is, Tom. A blind bag. Little 
um you know the little I am, figures yeah i'm guilty of uh subscribing to loot crate when they came out and i got some blind okay, bags okay. in there yeah. so i was in i was in a little shop uh in plymouth a few weeks back um that was selling some keshi surprise monster figures so we managed to get a little wolfman it comes with a little little reflective sticker there he is again. I don't know if if you if you put your 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 hand behind it, it should focus. Or not? Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Oh, that's pretty cool. You're gonna paint so it. We got a little wolfman. Paint him. I might just keep him as he is. We've also got where's the other one? I like this guy in particular because he's he's one of my favorite monsters. Ever. Hey, little, wait, why is he not green? <laughs> He's not green, but I I've not actually tested it out yet, but it looks like he might be going in the dark. I think he's going in the dark. Well, seeing as it works so well for the wine bottle, why don't we try that on record? <laughs> if you yeah, just place it, <laughs> turn off all the lights. <laughs> but yeah, they also came with it, so got a little little sticker. So it's like, oh, you know, I can't. It's like they're real monster ones. I can't. Uh, That's cool, man. I like. I like them. them. So I was like, yeah, go on. I'll, are they like um, solid resins? They, they. Do you remember Monster in My Pocket? Vaguely, the, vaguely, the, yeah. The nineties the toy. They basically like that. So it's like a, a a denser rubber. So they're a little bit squishy, a little bit squidgy, but nice little, yeah. Yeah, nice little, little little trinket figures. And that's about it. That's all I've got to bring to the wow, table. Wow, folks, there <laughs> so we go. Nice. Look at this. This is this is top notch <laughs> horror podcast here where. You know, behind me, not a single thing of horror imagery no. to that, which is what you know podcasts nowadays have. Even though we should be sat on a couch opposite each other like this, <laughs> you know, talking. Not a single bit of, not a horror T-shirt or nothing going on there apart no. from your little trinkets. This, oh, is... I've got my little, I've got my Green Man in Wicker Man T-shirt on. Yeah, but that's a given for you. <laughs> <laughs> I expected that. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Top notch horror podcasting yeah, only here uh, at everybody the dreadcast do this bit no they they fast forward to go on to their other podcast they listen to <laughs> anyway what are we here Should today we, to talk about we get on with it Should we get on with it we made a reference to turkeys about what feels like an hour ago <laughs> and patrick dempsey Patrick Dempsey. So what yes, are we, we to are going to talk today about the new release, which is so it's not that often we do a new release either on the Dreadcast. So it's good. No, to, every now and then. It's good. It's good that we've got one. But this one was one that we were um, we were interested in. We did the trailer breakdown for we a did. Grindhouse um, introduction. There we go. That's, that's <laughs> the Grindhouse double bill. So this was uh, yeah. This is Eli Roth's uh, Thanksgiving. Ellie Roth, Eli Roth, how do you... Eli. 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 Eli Gum. Eli Roth. Eli um, Roth directed. So, yeah, so this is... It comes from one of the trailers between um, the the main features of the Grand House production. Yes. Um, yes, it does. And you, Did... were, you were particularly excited for this one, weren't you, Tom? I am. Uh, Any time I can talk about... Grindhouse, 2007 Grindhouse. I'm I'm a happy bunny. I'm a happy turkey, because this this this. I, it's very cliche when people say it, and especially for something like this, 
this changed my life <laughs> a little bit <laughs> because it was I'm, I, I'm bringing the backstory back it's not even that exciting oh, oh you look like you're about to walk away don't we going i am, a, I am just getting my slippers sorry oh you old man talk a bit quietly folks he's just getting his slippers on he might get a throw on it hey, loud noises oh. might spook him uh, to you, be honest, the blanket okay? would be good. Oh, a blankie. Yeah. <laughs> it is that time of year. So, uh, this is when I was doing, I was at college, art college. Didn't know uh, what, what I wanted to do as far as art in the future. I did 3D design, model design. And it was the same time this came out. And I built a little miniature set of the army base in Planet Terror. Absolutely loved it. And I have one of those teachers, and it's one of those tutors that... If you get one of these in your life, it will stay with you for the rest of your life. He was the sort of eccentric old man with the handlebar moustache and was like, oh, yeah, just do that, just bit of that, bit of that. And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. This is what this is what a tutor should be. Started making more props from this film, more little miniature sets, and it, I just, I love everything about it. I love the grittiness. I love the posters. I love how it's not perfect. It's fun. Um, a lot of people don't like Death Proof. A lot of people don't like Planet Terror either way um a lot of people didn't even see the trailers because it wasn't shown over here mm. as it should have been in the three nearly three and a half hour long installment yeah but one of the best trailers that was, that was a bit criminal really it was it was but it's still very niche i feel mm. thankfully the 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 superhero boom hadn't started even at that point so could have done with something like this but um we had all the fake trailers like Machete, Don't, Hope with Shotgun, Werewolf Women of the SS, and Thanksgiving by Eli Roth. And I think, I think it's probably, out of all the trailers, probably my second favorite. Because that one felt the most raw and 70s exploitation, gritty, something that someone would try and sell you down the pub. Um, it reminded me as well of another Thanksgiving style film called Blood Freak. I don't know if you ever heard of this. Oh, the title rings a bell. I think it's also known as Blood Rage. Uh, let me get the synopsis for you. Uh, it's it's what? It's from 1972. Okay. So, just back from Vietnam, Herschel is at loose ends until one day he stops to help beautiful Bible-quoting Angel fix her car. She takes him home where her scape grace sister... And immediately plies him with what is this writing with drugs <laughs> in order to seduce him. Instantly addicted, he needs money for his habit and takes a job at a turkey farm where he's instructed to eat some experimental lab grown turkeys. He does and then undergoes a hideous transformation. I'm, I'm he turn, his head turns into a turkey's shots. head. Yeah. It's I'm incredible. At screenshots of the hideous transformation. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, I, I this may be. Want to watch this. Yeah, this, we may have to do this next year for Thanksgiving. Um, but it, it, the trailer for this reminded me of the grittiness of this. And I'm yeah. so glad we have, he's finally managed to get it produced and get it done. Um, because all in all, I absolutely loved his version, his full version of Thanksgiving. Yeah. I love it. I, I thought it was fantastic. That story kind of went a bit everywhere, but I think I got there in the end. <laughs> just, just want to. I'm still yeah, distracted just to by a turkey-headed 
Killers. You want to talk? Let's talk Blood Freak. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to track that one down definitely um, and watch that. We will maybe. We will it's, it's really gruesome. It's really gruesome. Um, so yeah, so yeah, no Thanksgiving. I also really enjoyed it. It was, um, it was just, it was a fun romp. I think is a phrase it that was. we've used many times before, and this was definitely in that camp. Really entertaining. I don't. It, it skipped along at a reasonable pace. It was. I don't think there was ever a moment where I was thinking, like, "Oh, come on, wrap it up." Which I do no. tend to get with most things these days, because I'm a sucker for YouTube shorts and reels and things like that. And I think our it's attention ruined, span has gone. It's ruined my. I definitely yeah. feel like I'm a victim of that attention span thing. Uh, but this, no, this busy, clipped along, yeah. and, and I never felt like I was. I never felt like it needed to needed to hurry up. Um, Just too busy watching jokes on YouTube Shorts. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I uh, I agree. Um, and it's rocking a seven out of ten on IMDb. That's uh, it. Came out a week ago. Came out last Friday, so just uh, over a yeah. week ago. I saw it on the Saturday night. So that could change. That will probably go down. I, I probably to like a six point five, six point six with user reviews, but. That is incredibly solid. For an, for an Eli Roth film, I mean... Yeah. I would give it to him that I... This is probably... Is it still, it's still at seven? With seven and a half thousand ratings. Um, I think this is his best horror film. Oh, that's a bold claim. <laughs> I, I think... What, what, what I would don't, you compare I don't, I, I don't I don't disagree in that I don't it, I felt like I, I, re, I did really enjoy it but I felt like it was a little bit tame for Eli Roth like just well, thinking he, of yeah he's gone tame other... he's gone tame for quite a while now like I was expecting a little bit not to say that this is like not bloody or anything but I was expecting a little bit more blood and gore than what we got. And I yeah. think there are a couple of kills in this that are relatively clean in terms of the gore and the 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 what we you know, the dismemberment and, and what we see. That's not to say that it's bad, but I think I went into it expecting like Off levels of violence of green inferno or something like that. Green inferno, yes. But the, the the thing is, Green Inferno, as far as gore and effects, is is for the gore and effects people. It's it's up. It's a really heavy heavy on that film. As a film, though, it's it's pretty mediocre. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. On the other side I, of the coin, the the film is certainly better. Uh, the plot's better, more cohesive. I mean, going back to what we were wittering on about with Scream, this is very much in the mold of Scream. It's that sort oh, of, it's pure nineties. We've got a who done it? Yeah, nineties, early two thousands. You know, I think Urban Legends, Cherry Falls, Valentine, any of those sort of. It, uh, it feels like it fall. It feel, uh, It follows the sort of pattern slash um, uh, layout of, of of I know what you did last summer. If you had to pick, if you if you had to pick one of them, because it this film it's a very very simple plot. 
So this is not going to be an episode where we're going to go screen shot by shot by shot. Um, a event slash tragedy happens at the beginning, and because of what happens there, that is the catalyst of what unfolds in the whole film. Yeah, a killer, a killer is spawned from the tragic events at the beginning of the film, and starts picking people off that were involved in this tragic events, and our young plucky group of late teens. And our B players that were also involved in the tragic event at the beginning are trying to figure out what's who's the killer, what's going on. That that's it, and it's happened around Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that's it. It's very straightforward, and I, I love that it's straightforward like that. I I'm, I mean, we probably t- we talked like this before with some of the slashers. Kind of grew up with these films. I mean, we probably talked about we talked about Valentine. It's very they're very they're all very simple, very basic. Yeah, they are. Um, and they work if they're done well. They work and they're fun to sit work, down and watch and for an hour and a half. I think this was done done very well. It was. Did you um, did you figure out who did it? No. No, neither did no. I. Not until not until we were literally like seconds before it's revealed did I figure it out. So, to anyone out there who is this, this is a new film. Um, and like you said, we don't normally do new releases. It's not that popular. Um, <laughs> but for anyone out there, spoilers. Big spoilers coming now for the rest of the episode. Hang on. Have we even said any spoilers yet? <laughs> if we no, have, I'm sorry about them. No, no, we Big, spoil- Big spoilers coming films now. films and mince pies for the last two hours. <laughs> do you know what? I Iceland used to do really good mince pies now. Back now on it. You're back on back it. No, on. no. Okay. Spoilers <laughs> for the rest of the episode. So, yes. three, two, one. I didn't realize that this is in the same universe as Scream and Sydney came back and is the killer. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> she took Eli Nobody Roth's money. Did, Tom. <laughs> Wait, what film was I watching? No, Nobody Patrick did, Dempsey. Mr. Simpson. That's impossible. Um, wait, wait, wait. That's is that? I can't believe it. I could tell. I can tell the difference between them. No, you can't, Mr. Simpson. No, you can't, Mister Simpson. No one can. Uh, I did not. Yes. Clue. It was Patrick Dempsey playing Sheriff Eric Newland until Jess, our lead girl, finds him at the end after she's been chased by uh, the killer. She finds him on the ground knocked out by his police car that is when i was like this doesn't this doesn't fit his okay. position in there doesn't fit so i was at that point when i, I was i was, I, was a, I think it was a little bit after that when okay. he says um because at this point they think it is the ex-boyfriend character um and yeah he says I, sh- I shot him i shot at him i think i got him or something like that and it was at that point i went it's him, hundred percent. It's going to be him, and I think it's like literally the next scene where it's revealed that it is. But, um, which which is fine, and I guess that's what you want, really. You don't yeah. necessarily want to be able to predict things like this right from the get go. Um, there are there are a few red herrings thrown in with oh, time. There's there's what three or four characters I think that have got a different motive. Um, yeah. The the a couple of them I think it's possible to write off straight away because of the build and 
and the frame of the killer and things like that and a couple of the guys are definitely a definitely of people are just far too far too hench far too big burly chaps compared to the uh the quite live person that's um that's there. and i don't think that they went as far as changing the the killer no for the most part hide, I, I, I was to trying to look that for fact. that I was trying to look for that, like, uh, oh, is the, is the killer in this shot more stocky? Is the killer in this shot taller yeah. or shorter? No, for the most part, it was quite consistent. It's quite, so, it is, I think for so. instance, um, one person with a motive is the manager of the store. Uh, the, yeah. uh, is it Ripe, Ripe Mart or Ripe Price? Right, or so, right so we should say the tragic event is, yeah, a, black, the one the is a riot, a, a stampede at a Black Friday sales yeah. event at a... It's called. It is Right Mart, but essentially Walmart, any of those sort yeah, of big Best Buy or department something. stores. It's, yeah, it's a. It's meant to be like a local version of that. Um. So yeah, that is the that is the tragic event. There is a stampede, and then one year later, uh, these killings start to occur with somebody dressed up as the. It's the local. No, is it John, um, John, John Carter, something, John... Carter, Carver, Carter? John Carver, John Carver, yeah. Who um, is that? Yeah, like the sort of local uh, pilgrim period settler. I can't, I couldn't quite remember what he's... Here we go. John um, Carver was one of the pilgrims who braved the Mayflower voyage in 1620, which resulted in the creation of the Plymouth Colony colony in america he's oh, credited with writing the mayflower compact yes now the the thing as well with um oh god that's what i'm trying to thought it was a good one 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 yes uh the the uh, event at the beginning the uh the riots at the right mart it was actually all actually came down to the owner not putting on enough security as well that's another yeah. point that really gets played out throughout the, the episode, uh, the episode, the film, because when you said a year later, he eventually decides I'm closing it. I'm not even going to open it because I don't want that, those events to happen again. But it's but it's after the killing start that he does that yeah. because it's supposed to be that he's going ahead and he's this time he's going to do it right and it's all it it's all yeah it's it's very much like Amityville mayor keeping the beaches open like yeah. well we had, we had a tragedy but you know we need to we need to get on with our lives. Um, and you know he's obviously accused of just being in it for the money, and um, it's his greed that's taking over. Um, but yeah, there are there's half a dozen, uh, well, three or four, I think, different potential uh, suspects. Um, yeah, I think the first one you're led to believe is uh, our character Mi Mitch, um, the manager of the store, because yeah. when the the riot occurs, uh, well, before even the riot, where we've got a quick scene of a Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, which Patrick Dempsey, as the cop, turns up to. Mm. It's got, this is where he's going for, for dinner. And um, that's when they get the call that Mitch has to go manage the store that night. Not happy about it. We then end up at the store. The riot is slowly about to occur. And um, when it does, Mitch's wife, I believe wife, Amanda, yes, yes is there. Right. And she tragically, tragically and very horrifically <laughs> is killed in the riot. Yeah, which leads to our motive for the killer in the end. But what's good is we don't get any indication whatsoever from the Thanksgiving scene at the beginning to the riot to, to the store scene where uh, the sheriff is there. 
to lead it to us thinking that it's him at all. No. There is uh, a zero that, that motivation. It was very well done. Yeah, We don't get any hints that uh, Sheriff is in love with Amanda, has feelings for her, or they're, they're, were they actually together? I don't know if in the... Yeah, yeah, very much they so. They were together, yeah. Very much so, yeah. Um, there's a there's another reveal that she was pregnant. That was it, yes, yes. Slight reveal. He has the picture right on the on the, on the board, I believe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't get any of that. It's hidden very well. So was, Mitch, yeah. Mitch in theory is kind of one of the first people you're led to believe he could be the killer. He's got a simple motive. He's seen his wife being trampled by these idiots. And writing this throughout story. the film, he's leading a protest group as well. Yeah. So he's uh, interrupting the Thanksgiving Day Parade and and various other things with his his team of uh, protesters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're we're well, we I think it's 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 difficult to say you're strongly led to believe it's him or it sort of points very strongly in his direction except for the fact that by this point in the film we've seen the killer a few times and mitch is twice the size of him like he's a big guy (laughs) so it's it's clearly not him unless they're doing some deliberate like you know costume changey stuff uh yeah to it, it's too obvious but it's a yeah. nice little could it be gives the audience mm. it makes the audience think a bit more um the other suspects we have are the uh so the, the main the main character is um was it jess. jess yeah uh she is the daughter jess so it's jess right she's the daughter of the um of thomas is it thomas right the uh yeah yeah the owner uh, of uh the owner of the store um, so it's her and her friends. They have a, they sort of get access to the store a little early before the opening, which is also one of the catalysts of the riot starting. Um, that people see them in store before everybody else, and yeah, they uh, sneak in the back. That causes the problem. Um, but wasn't yeah, we're also to get a phone. To Sorry, wasn't it just to get a phone? Because uh, a phone. I believe one of the other friends, um, Evan, the douchebag. I think his phone had broke. I think it was him, and they wanted to go get a phone. His phone had broken in the fight with the guy in the from Another the other jock. school. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, and he is then they're anti- they antagonise him by, and it's him that sort of pushes for everybody to to brush yeah. the doors, basically. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's a phone, and because they're on their way somewhere else, I can't remember, but. The Jess's current boyfriend is set up as a, a, a her sorry her ex boyfriend at the time of the accident is set up as being um, a suspect. Yep. Her new boyfriend <laughs> is also pegged as being possible a possible. Uh, I thought it was him for the majority of the film. I was leaning more towards him. I was leaning more towards him. And her new boyfriend tra- Ryan. Because nobody had ever really had much to do with him, and it, it was that sort of like new guy in your life. The, the whole again, sort of comparable to Scream. It was that sort of like, well, the new person in your group is almost certainly the person that's. that's it would have been it. him. It would have been him if this was one of the films back in the late nineties, like two thousand. Yeah. It would have been him, uh, without doubt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then randomly, there's that gun nut character. Um, yeah. Like the, the sort of metalhead. Tow truck driver, stroke gun dealer, stroke drug dealer, who 
comes out of nowhere as sort of having a bit of an infatuation with Jess. Although it doesn't, that doesn't come become apparent until like a second or third time on screen. It's not like initially hinted at. His story then, along with, sorry, I interrupt you, you finished. That's right. Well, I was just going to say they, they sort of, in the in the latter half of the, or half of the film, he's sort of introduced as being another potential killer, as like mm. it could be him because he's got access to. I think there's the scene in the parade where the killer has the the, the tranquilizer pistol. Yeah. Oh yes. It being yes. Some like access, and then he, I think there's a reference to him being able to get hold of like specialist equipment or military hardware or something like that, and it's like oh maybe it could be him. But there's no real concrete reason for it to be him. No, not at all. And there's also his his storyline along with the young kid who Evan was getting to do his report for. Oh, the, yeah. the kid of the class. He's sort of interlinked with him as well. Like he's at, at our gun nuts party about uh, mm-hmm. say let's say two thirds through. He's acting like a bodyguard for the party. You know, he's standing there with the shades on, the jacket, like only for VIPs. Yeah. And uh, you don't really get what their connection is. But also this young kid is, um, he's friends with Ryan, uh, Jesse's new boyfriend, the slimy guy. And there's, there's a little little story about how they were trying to snag Adderall uh, at the time of the riot. Yeah, from one of the security guards. Yeah, so which right. is why originally Jess thought Ryan was uh, involved with the killings, and we find out they were just there to try and snag Adderall. Mm-hmm. Nothing really. It doesn't really go anywhere with his story. I'm trying to find his name. Um, this young kid. Uh, he like he, he writes uh, Evans' report, and it ends up yeah. being the, te- the teacher's own work. Like there's a little fun fun bit there, but nothing really <laughs> progresses with that. Yeah, the um, rest of the rest of the teen characters is sort of your usual stereotypical, largely unlikable jocks and their girlfriends, sort of cheerleader types. Jacob, so, his name was. Was the he was the young guy? Yeah, yeah. J- Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Nothing really went very. He didn't really go that far with him. And uh, what's our uh, McCarty? Is that him? Yeah, McCarty. That's it. He's the gun nut character. Yeah, yeah he's the gun nut. So McCarty, let's say McCarty and Jacob, they're they're kind of just bit players on the side. Yeah. Really. Yeah, like which makes it stranger that they try and um, in the, in that latter half of the film they try and boost McCarty's yeah. potential as being the killer because yeah, it, it's sort of like. It feels a little contrived. It feels a little forced mm. because there wasn't, although he's, you know, sort of hinted at as being a bit of a, a, say a bit of a weirdo, but that's not really true. No, he's not. He's uh, um, eccentric, eccentric gun. Yeah, nut, well, I really? mean, basically, he's, he's, he, he sells guns. Yeah. And he sells drugs yeah. to. And he's, I think he's portrayed as being like a guy in his thirties that's hanging, trying to hang around with high school kids. I think is the, but not because he's, a, a, well, yeah, because he does probably become more because he doesn't have mates of his own age, than, yeah, he's just a bit of a misfit 
oddball eccentric, I suppose. Yeah. Well, he reminded Rather me a bit than... of. He reminded me a bit of Lance from uh, played by Eric Stoltz in Pulp Fiction. Uh, John Travolta's drug dealer. The way he yeah. was just—he was just cool and calm and talking about. So, do you want this heroin or this heroin? <laughs> yeah. let, let me let me just go get you some baggies and uh, I'll be back in a minute. Just nonchalant about it. And this guy's like, "So, do you want this gun?" Or let me just go over to my secret radio and I'll just open this and I'm about this gun. No, all good. Rather than you a cop, you're gonna be good. You're gonna be, you chill. You yeah. cool? How about this gun? Give me my fucking money. I'm like, just, yeah, it was. He's, he's cool. Cool. just kind of yeah very comfortable in what he does and yes. you know that that, that that the teens are like oh here comes mccarty he's a bit of a weirdo but obviously he's their supplier for you know yeah party favors or whatever it is they might be after so they kind of tolerate this eccentric gun nut drug dealer because he's he's their drug dealer um yeah they, they were the usual bunch of like jocks and their girlfriends and stuff and i I mean, I guess you were supposed to. I did kind of hate them to begin with. Um, well, who, el- who else would you say? So it would be... Who would have been possibly uh, a suspect for being the killer? Who, oh, who, who else do you reckon? So... Because I didn't once think until, like I said, the end, it was the sheriff. No, I, I did didn't. Think... I mean, I didn't... I never bought that it was Mitch. I never bought that it was Bobby. Um, did you buy at all that it would have been uh, Sheriff's new partner, his new um, lieutenant, his new deputy? Because oh, that kind of came out of nowhere. I think that was like a, um, a spanner thrown in the works to make you sort of think, okay, l- it's got to be him rather than anyone else. A little bit, a little bit. I think I dismissed it quite early on, but I was like, oh, potentially it's going to be, it could be him. Yeah. I think I was more comfortable with it being him than anybody else yeah um i didn't know what the connection was 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 going to be i actually thought the connection might be to the the poor guy that gets pushed onto the glass in the door frame and bleeds out um it was it was right at the beginning so it it was good yes he's actually credited as net glass guy it's a really small part and he's just one of the victims of the riot but I was kind of thinking, well, it's probably going to be something more obscure than the than, yeah, you know, because I didn't buy that it was the store manager whose wife we saw die. I was like, I'm not buying no, that. No, it didn't occur to me, obviously, that it might be she might have been having an affair with somebody, and it was them that that was yeah. the killer. So I thought it's got to be somebody else in this um, in this scene. And the only other person that's... And I think that was the first blood that we saw in the movie as well. So it kind of just... It stuck out as... as and Because I thought, what a way to go. You're being jostled through this this glass door that's broken. And through absolutely no fault of your own, somebody's nudged you to one side and... In the neck. And that's it. Game it's over. quite no a graphic scene. for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's quite a graphic scene, the opening uh, riot. Especially with like the security guard... Like, well, that was another point of the riot. They he didn't hire enough security. There's only two guys. One guy and ran one of off. Who gets runner. his yeah. comeuppance later on? And the one guy that does, Mitch tells him to lock the store, and then they open it because uh, the crowd have made their have advanced to the windows and doors, and they're starting to crack the windows. They're like, open, open, just let them in. He yeah. gets trampled on completely by a door and them. Yeah, and the, that was a. Uh, do you know if we had to do like a percentage, like of 
a tier list of who was your suspect. I think he'd be close to the bottom, but he'd have one hell of a motive to be the killer. Well, yeah, <laughs> Our security I mean, I guard. I think I did wonder at some points if it might that might be the case actually as well whether it's it's not any of these other survivors but no. in fact it might actually be him that he somehow recovered you know and everybody thought he was dead yeah and uh and yeah and and it, it was actually going to turn out to be him and obviously that's not the case but I did yeah I did wonder if they were going to get a little supernatural twist on it maybe and even and he'd be it'd be the security guard from beyond the grave coming back we saw a disfigured face like mm. you left me there because <laughs> yeah. there's a there's a moment where uh, i'm not sure i think it is jess and bobby they're they're hiding it's either jess and bobby or evan and uh his girlfriend who is played by social media influencer ederson ray uh um What's her name in this? Gabby. Gabby and Evan. See, we're one of the two couples. They're sat by one oh, of the yeah. teals on the floor and they're, they're reaching out to uh, the security guards like, grab a hand, grab a hand. Come on, come over here. You, you kind of see in that shot by shot of like, uh, this is his motive because they they tried to help him, but they didn't help him. And yeah. uh, this, these arseholes are trampling him. He's got motives from both sides here to just be a... Um, just want to get revenge on the on the world basically the world has done him wrong yeah 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 you know he was he was just a he was just an innocent hapless security guard and you know yeah. was, was caught up in this rabid consumerism and, and greed yeah who knows Can you remember what at all what the wasn't the, thing? the motive for david Boreanaz's killing in sorry spoiler for valentine in valentine was can you remember why he, i can't remember why he was the killer he was wasn't he picked wasn't he a nerdy kid that nobody oh that was valentine's? it <laughs> he didn't get any valentine's or so he, he gave a valentine to a to a girl and she humiliated him or something he was and ralph he wiggum he, and he, but he grew up to be david Boreanaz. <laughs> yeah i mean you, that's not bad that's not a bad glow up <laughs> i mean it's not and i think if that was the case you'd be like you know well f f those people that <laughs> yeah look you know. at me now i don't need yeah. them <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> yeah um who so i don't know who else there would have been really to be the killer that you could No, i think that was it i, I think it was a short list so mitch um, ryan possibly bobby the, possibly the new deputy possibly the security guard that got trampled yeah i think that's it i think that's potentially it it's not a huge cast, but it's 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 a pretty it's a mm. and it good turned out cast. to be none of them, you know. It turned, turned out to be, to be none, none of them. Of those picks. Um, like I say, I think yeah, it was that list of five. I feel like there were sort of two, uh, three, yeah, three that I could dismiss early on, and then two that were like still potentials right the way through. Yeah. Um, but that's and that's what's good about these. Like we talk about especially Scream. It, this is a murder mystery. This is this is like yeah. Scream. This is someone under the disguise with an agenda, and you're trying to work out who's the killer. It's not. Oh, we know it's Michael killing. We know it's Jason killing. Yeah. And that's that's fun about these films. There's not many of these types of films anymore, which is why it's a great throwback yeah, to the nineties. Throwback. Yeah. Because you say you don't get we we don't get this anymore. Um, I mean, well, mm, 
No, well, we don't, but I'm just trying to think, what do we... We don't get many slashers these days, so... But, I mean, you know, yeah, Hatchet, it's um, Victor Crowley, we know it's yeah. him. Terrifier, we know Terrifier, it's Art the Clown. Art. We don't know his backstory, no. which which I did note down, the little thing about Terrifier in this. like Much like Terrifier, it's, it's nice to have a new killer in the modern horror, like uh, John... John Carver. It's nice to have this sort of iconic new mask, the look, the axe. It's pretty cool. It's nice to have that. But I don't want a sequel. This is going to be a one and done, I think. I don't I want like a sequel. I like it was one and done watching it. I don't, this, I don't want this to be a sequel, or to, to spawn any sequels at all. No. no. But with it Terrifier... A... Sorry, I keep interrupting. Uh, well, okay. I was just <laughs> going to say, this is a good a good one. A good one and done. Um, but, you know, that's... It's just nicely encapsulated within the story, whereas Terrify, you've got the supernatural element and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. You know what I mean? You I think can... we'd struggle to get a sequel out of this because it'd be... You'd be going down... You'd definitely be going down that scream route of like, oh, yep. well, it's the brother of the original yep. killer. It's the cousin of the original killer, you know. And then the entire remainder of family trees coming after you. Um, well, also, you never, you never get a confirmation Patrick Dempsey is killed this they do it it is left open but then you're you're doing in theory a different film then you're not doing a yeah. murder mystery if he comes back it's a he back. he's back from the dead it's yeah. we're doing this again and we've got a new bunch of survivors that are, are heroes that are going to be killed off one by one mm-hmm. but i'd want to leave it at that you know like leave that t like leave that sequel bit in because that's yeah. just a nice little that's a just a little trope isn't it it's a little movie horror movie trope like we get the final scare and oh, we might come back. But then don't do it. Just leave it. Just leave it as a one and done. So that's pretty much the... Uh, we've gone through the suspects. Um, near enough the cast. Like our, our, our main cast of teen slash heroes in this was uh evan and gabby the jock the jock boy with his his girlfriend we've got uh the jock's best friend who's a little bit more down to earth um scuba yes i mean he's uh, also like on the team isn't it was he with the baseball players couldn't american sport it was (laughs) it was american sport two i think i don't it was yeah. one of them. I'm not yeah, sure. One of them. And his girlfriend, um, you, Yulia. Yulia, Yulia, who um, her dad just has like a sort of cameo in the show in in the episode. In, <laughs> why do I keep call, I keep calling this a TV like referring to this as a TV show in the episode the show <laughs> in the film later on? He's not really established at all until the mayhem starts happening in the town, and he yeah. he just turns up. Yulia, we we must leave now. He's he arrives very Russian, to Florida, and he is very like Russian henchman gangster, Rus- Russian goon oh, yeah. number three. He's... <laughs> <laughs> He's got many duster coats and black gloves at home. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we've got Jess, He's never our lead really girl. established who he is, what he does. It's not established at all, um, <laughs> because because of the fact she's not, uh, she hasn't got the Russian accent. No, and in fact, I don't. I, I, I don't. I didn't even pick up anybody on anybody calling a Yulia until he says it. I don't think I did either. No, 
I, I was almost, I was convinced that she it was Julia until her dad turned up with the thick Russian accent and was pronouncing it Julia. And I was like, well, obviously he's going to pronounce it Julia. It's, that's his, his, his accent coming through. And then after that, other characters seemed to be calling her Julia. And I was like, oh, maybe it's been Julia all along then. And I've just, I've just not been listening to it. I must, I must say, I think as much as... As much as I, I like the characters, I did really kind of struggle keeping up with their names and like doing this now. I have not made a note of that of who was who, what character names were, and I'm looking at the IMDb listing going, I think it's that one. I don't know. I like I, they were kind of forgettable in they yeah. I think the problem with that is how they were introduced. We were introduced to the gang very quickly and all at once. Yeah, all at once. Yeah. Whilst a riot is happening. I, it's it's yeah. almost a bit it's a bit it's a bit much to then try and work out okay what what's going on here who's that mm. who's that um you can do that but you just need to spread it out a little bit more yeah just I mean I'm generally bit kind more. of bad at keeping up with who's called what in things anyway but yeah I think it's I think you're right it was it, it wasn't there were the there was the bigger event of the riot occurring at the same yeah. time as. Uh, we yeah. got introduced to, to the gang and they were all just packed into one SUV and it was yeah a little bit difficult to to pick apart who was who. We definitely had the trope of Evan, the jock, the will eventually be roided out jock. Um, just angsty, angry and such a douchebag for the most part. Um, and a little bit thick as well. A little, a little bit thick, yeah. But for, the, for the most part, the gang were pretty... They, they were, they, they didn't. None of them really stand, stood out. I don't think as much. They, not, they didn't have individual characteristics as much as, say, other films in this sort of category would normally have. Yeah, but I think that's maybe, maybe an older <laughs> thing that's died. You know, died off a little bit in the genre. Um, I mean, obviously, it was like one of the central themes of like Cabin in the Woods, wasn't it? Where they needed the. Yes which was obviously lampooning the 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 ones of the, the the slasher films of the 80s where you very much got the the jock and the the girl next door and the stoner and the slut and yeah it was a um, it was a parody film basically yeah but uh, then but, the... but, you know parodying that that actual trope whereas i think we've grown generally speaking as a society a little bit much yeah. and and we yeah there's uh there's a little bit of, um, I suppose, more reality that, that we, we flesh out characters and they're not just one dimensional, um, you know, one one aspect of the, per, uh, the of a personality is not their entire defining uh, personality. If this wasn't the Eli Roth film, if this was directed by someone else, we'd probably have a lot more characteristics. Um but I think being Eli Roth, and I think he, he wants this to be like a, a throwback, a homage, if you will. Yeah. He, he could have included maybe a few more characteristics in the film, but they, for the most part, yeah, we, we have our set group that would be in all these other films. They would be. And I, for one, I was pleasantly surprised by our lead girl. Uh, Jess, I thought she was, I thought she was really good. Yeah. I thought she was great as a strong character yeah, yeah. as well. Definitely um, a strong character, and we definitely had some like. Again, we've moved away from sort of 
the dumb decisions. I think we had a, a we had yeah. some smarter uh, actions from from our characters generally. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the first couple of kills that we get in the film. It's not even it's not the main group, is it? We get the uh, these sort of periphery characters. Um, yeah. So when I was doing my, I got my notes. One of the things I just couldn't remember because obviously when it's a new film like this, you can't take notes in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Gotta try and remember everything. Yeah. Half these kills I couldn't remember, and that's not down to the fact that it wasn't memorable. Mm. Uh, I've just had a lot more going on in life this week, so yeah. a lot, a lot of these things have just slipped by. So I've got the—I don't know if you've got this well—I've got the kill list. I've got a kill list written yeah. down. And I think I've remembered Fantastic. them all, um, and some of them are incidental kills as well. They're not necessarily the the murder victim, but there's yeah. a couple of there's a couple of accidents that happen sort of in the. Um, in and around the events where a couple of people get killed as well. You go um, through them? Yeah. Go, Let's on, go through them. Well, the so, kill list I've got, the first one I've got, it says Doug. Have you got that? Um, I can't remember who Doug was. Doug was well, the security guard. Yeah, but that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah. The, the kill list I've got here, it's, I've, I've just, I'm not going to deny, I've just got it up on listsofdeath.fandom.com, right? It's, yeah. But it's stating he's crushed to death underneath the door. Uh-huh. So he he does die. Which I think we're led to believe. I think we're told that he dies. But technically, it's it's glass on... Uh, it's neck man. Neck glass man. Or whatever he's called. Ah, but maybe he doesn't die first. Oh, I guess. Well, all right. <laughs> he bleeds he, out. He, he receives a mortal injury first, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but perhaps doesn't officially bleed out until after Doug's been crushed to death. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what will come so, yeah. next? Who have you got next? There's those that? two. Then we have the 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 wife, um, yeah. who's Amanda. again Amanda. Um, I think she yeah she'd be the next, and oh, then that's every. God. I think that's everybody for the riot. I mean, it I think is. there's maybe a couple of other injuries sustained, and there's bits of fights and things breaking out, but they're like the first the first they're the fatalities I think that we see. Amanda's the, death is. Just like, can we just talk she about get, that for a second? She gets scalped. She gets scalped, but it's by a, a woman we are focused on a little bit during the riot crowd who is very angry and wants her microwave oven. Yes. Um, and it's her trolley that gets entangled <laughs> on Amanda's hair once she's been knocked over. And just get, get the fucking hair off my trolley. Yeah. Rips yeah. Her, part of her scalp off. But that's how that's how she dies, right? She just bleeds to death from a, a minor scalp. When I say minor, obviously being scalped anyway is bad. But it's not like no, her. I think it's she not gets, the big. Doesn't she get hit in the head as well? Doesn't somebody she run may a have trolley done. into her or something like that? I think. Oh, there we go. Yeah, sorry, here we go. It does say here. Bled out after having part of her scalp torn off by the wheel of a shopping cart that had earlier smashed into her head. So her head. trauma yeah, damage. Sure. Yeah, it's not like uh, the beginning of Evil Dead Rise where the demon the demonic no. girl grabs the ponytail and rips the scalp right God, off honestly scalps come off far too easy yeah in, they in movies than the like no like there's never there's never any indication or like belief that the hair is going to come out first it's like nope you pull hair hard enough you're scalping somebody and it always ends where the hairline ends <laughs> yeah the skin just suddenly just stops there. It doesn't keep like ripping off parts of your forehead or cheek. Um, but yeah, she she has a horrible death. 
I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, no, no death is pleasant, but hers is pretty gruesome. No, I mean, certainly yeah. not on the floor of a, a, a Walmart. Other department stores are available. Um, yes. So then, now we start getting into the killing spree of our killer. Yeah. So our first actual victim is the aforementioned angry trolley woman, uh, Lizzie. I think she's credited yeah. as. Yeah. Um, who is uh, the the waitress in the local diner that seems to be a bit of a hub for for everybody. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's that's the other thing about this is it's all it's a, it's a small town, isn't it? It's uh, we yeah, it's very local town for local yeah. people. Mm-hmm. So everybody they didn't, just they didn't burn him. <laughs> I've been I've been rewatching Leave <laughs> the Gentleman at the minute. It's absolutely <laughs> outstanding. Actually, they did burn him in the end. <laughs> I love that show so much. Um, yeah, so she she's the waitress. Um, so she gets she gets off, and that that's the one of the main kills that we we're privy to in the trailer, uh, where she gets stuck to the to the freezer door, and then yeah, that's great. She's attacked with an axe, but what we don't see is that she actually manages to escape that, <laughs> and the, the what actually kills her is a dumpster outside. A very a very half. sharp a very sharp yeah. dumpster. <laughs> I was like, as soon as it happened, I was like, don't them usually have plastic lids, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, this is a... she is run over with a car and like sort of boot, well, yeah, hit with a car. Well, she goes flying into the dumpster and is cut in half by the lid. <laughs> is, oh, is that what I thought? Yeah, I was try- again, trying to remember back. I thought there was a case where she was trying to climb into it and he, because he was chasing her with the car and he then hits the dumpster and the dumpster um, comes I down. I mean, maybe so your, your sounds a bit for. more, your sounds a bit more, more correct where she, yeah, she's being chased. And I always think with this, this whole trope of being chased, go to the side. Yeah. I don't really don't keep going straight. Um, I think but I you're right. That maybe she's just yeah. running to the dumpster yeah. to climb over it and get over the fence or something yeah. like that potentially. But yeah, she basically gets hit and, knocked into it and the lid comes down and cuts her in half which i was really not expecting so i think no. that was it was very entertaining and then yeah the following day they find one half of her um strapped up to the front of the of the store and the second part uh, the top half has disappeared um next kill is the other security the security guard that runs away um manny i think he is yep yeah, manny um i was really we i was really like thinking please leave the cat alone please don't yeah i definitely had that as well but i was also um, had in mind okay the cat's gonna die i have to accept it but i'm, I'm gonna have to accept it now it's fine just just accept it all right you, get, you got fed as well he, he was looked after really well got a few scratches yeah. he was great <laughs> um yeah so so he got he got decapitated with uh with the cheese wire or or whatever it is Barot wire yeah around his neck uh then we have the trampoline death stroke next snap of uh yes lonnie and amy the happy couple now i was a bit confused with this scene because lonnie is lonnie is a character from the beginning of the film he was uh one of the douchebags in the crowd that was partly instigating the riot mm-hmm. and he's of the opposing school yeah it's there. The, the roid rage and all these these young teens where 
School pride is number one, you know. No, that other that, school. Again, this is this is one of those things that strikes me as being a very American thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can vaguely, I can remember at high school there always being a rumor that we, there was going to be a meet up with the other school down the road <laughs> for a fight, and it, it never actually happened. No. But, but we didn't have the the sort of again it's a very american trope of like stealing the school mascot or trashing the rival team's locker room or yeah um, that sort of you know like sabotaging the pep rally whatever a pep rally is um we've so got yeah, spirit that... let's hear it <laughs> <laughs> fight and win yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, um, also the thing with that is like did you ever have the, the the thing of when you went to school trips and if there was another school there it's like <laughs> who, who are you hey who are you what are you looking at it was a like little bit. you put your differences aside with people in your school to yeah. team up to be like yeah look at them hey what are you doing what are they doing what do you think you're doing? Teacher. Just... His teacher looks weird. Yeah, but, but you never know. You, you didn't know who they were. It wasn't like, oh, it's no, those... No, you have no idea. <laughs> it's those guys from West Chestington. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> no clue whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Dolphins um, suck. The fighting yeah. potatoes rule. <laughs> who Who are we? The Wildcats. Who are they? Who are we going to beat Those up? The, the Wildcats. Wildcats. <laughs> Um, the Ogdenville Wildcats. Yeah, that's the Springfield Wildcats. Next week the... is the Shelbyville Wildcats. <laughs> the thing with this scene is that, yeah, at the beginning he's wearing like a, I, I, I would call them Team Blue. He's from the Blue yeah. School because yeah, our heroes from Team Red. I don't know what the school was called. Yeah, Red School's but In this scene, where he Lonnie is at the gym getting his pom pom with all his other bros getting their pom pom. Which is also very weird. Because that's a, it's a high school gym, and he's. Yeah. But they always are, look. Are they, are they, is that like his? Is that the team? Is that like a team gym session for whichever American ball sport they play in this thing? I don't know. <laughs> well, but the thing is, every every American high school is portrayed this way. They're basically mm -hmm. mid twenty year olds. They look bigger than me. And they're jacked up to the gills. They still act like kids, but they don't look like their age. They never do. They never portray like their age. And the thing with this that really bothered me, and I was a bit confused, maybe I missed something, was that I got the impression they were from a different school, which they were. They okay. were in they they were in the school they were in this gym, and they went to the gymnasium. He went with his girlfriend. Uh, he was uh, Amy. Uh, yeah they went to the gym with trampoline and they were killed in this gymnasium next shot the school is closed down corned off by the police right it's it's, it's empty in there but it's but it's the same school that jess evan scuba go to yes so why it was wasn't it, it's, it is it, it was... the same school yeah I, that is you're right i think you're right that i really the police are already, because the police were already present there when yeah. um the kids go off and uh jess is waiting outside for them 
and then she goes in because she yeah. looks there's that distinct shot where she looks and sees that the police there and she thinks oh, i'll probably be all right i'll go in well i believe evan evan and gabby uh gabby gabby gabby, gabby go in first and that's yeah. where they get kidnapped by killer and yeah. then just follows them but yeah unless the, i'm fairly certain it's the same school else. unless there was another reason why they were there like unless another reason why they were, the police were there i mean is there something we'd forgotten about i don't think so it wouldn't be because it, it was me if we have it was very yeah it was very set up as the, this is the rival school but then but the police were at that one Oh, had there not be had there not just been a running? Had somebody not just seen the killer and escaped from them? I can't I remember. Know. No, I can't I didn't remember make that a bit. Specific note on this, and this is yeah over over a couple of weeks now of eighty hour, Le seventy hour work weeks. I can't remember. I Leave did, your I thoughts in the comments. I don't feel like it was the same school. I think they, I feel like there's another reason why the police were there already, and are they not found part of a victim there or something like that? Maybe I can't remember. I I all I remember is that they were just after the scene of so Lonnie's been Lonnie has his neck snapped while mm -hmm. uh, Amy is on the on the trampoline. I was a little bit disappointed we didn't get the original kill, which I, I want to yeah. I want to also talk about some of the original the homages to his original trailer yeah, yeah because i really loved it he he really kept a lot of that in it was a shame we didn't get that kill but i understand <laughs> because <laughs> it's horrific and yeah. to be fair it's not even a kill if you look at what he did to a amy in the original thanksgiving trailer wouldn't have killed her it would have been Mega painful and uncomfortable <laughs> and led to even more attacks but i yeah me cringe but, just thinking yeah but once she's killed i think it goes straight to police outside the school school's closed off school's cornered off yeah we which, don't even see that much of her getting killed really there, there, no. if, there's a lot of cutaway <laughs> in that scene and i thought we're not even seeing what what we can, we know what's happening, but you you don't really even see that much of it. But we also find out later that she's she doesn't get killed at that point, does she? She's the the wine bag in the in the freezer. Is that her? That's her. I yeah. was wondering who that was. Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure. I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, that's the her. Wine, the wine bag. The, the wine bag. <laughs> 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 okay that that's that's good to know okay so yeah that that's a bit of a mystery that part of the, the story because mm. if it is her then that means he's taken her away because she's still alive at that point mm. she moves in the bag because um the new wife of jess's dad who has been kidnapped at that point mm -hmm. finds her in there later on we'll yeah, get to yeah. that I mean, um, she's also there again. She's not killed until at the table when he he says, "I've got our cheerleader friend is a, yeah. is going to be our vintage company in the meal or whatever." That's the point where she's actually killed. Love that. Um, bit. So, I love so that. She, bit. She's kept away. I mean, um, so at this, we should probably should mention that at this point is where this, this is where we get the main group of teens sort of brought into it a little bit more because yeah. with every kill that we've had so far, there's been. 
um, like a post on Instagram or some other social media um, from this John um, Carver account tagging all the other uh, team group, all the other cast members in it. Um, yeah, they're involved so they're, now. They're involved. They're, they're involved now, yeah. Which which might be why the police are at the school, you know, that they're just there to try and get some information because that could be when they're interviewing. Possibly, possibly. Jess, but I seem to recall there being tape up around the door as well. Um, yeah. After, and I'm conflating two scenes. Very unsure about that scene. Very mm. unsure. But the, yeah, you said you mentioned that they get brought back. They get brought, brought into the fold now. Our main group. Mm -hmm. uh, this is where they start to get picked off, in some sense. In fact, not all of them get picked off. Uh, no, only one. <laughs> in a great kill. Yeah. Because um, it's at this point where Yulia, I believe it's at this point where Yulia is um, taken back by her dad, and they're like, "We're we're fucking so we're off to Florida. To Florida. We're getting the hell yeah. out of here." Um, and it is also at this point where Scuba and Jess go to get some protection from Carfi. Yeah. They get the protection. He, he's not very... When they get the protection, though, he's he's a bit... Um, he's not happy with the guns on offer. That first gun wasn't that bad. In the he first like, gun, he offers him a Desert Eagle, though. Isn't it, it something might, it ridiculous? Might have been. It might have oh. been, but like... Why would you want a less powerful gun when you're trying to protect yourself? Well, this this is this is what I kind of liked about this scene because I think I think in an older movie it would have been like, oh, is this all you've got? Give me something yeah, bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of flips out on its head because it's like this is ridiculous. We just need something to you know, like something smaller is gonna stop him equally as efficient. We don't need to put like holes in the guy. Um, <laughs> So it did just make me it just did make me chuckle a little bit because they, they kind of flipped that on the head. The usual the usual scene would have been escalating like to a bigger and bigger gun. But when do we the get the way. freaking guns? <laughs> it goes the other way, and he's like, "Give me something smaller because this is ludicrous." Yeah, and it takes two more guns just to get the one he wants, which is like a little small Glock, very basic yeah. pistol. Um, they head over it tells to us exactly. Well, he tells us exactly what it is. I think if if it's an accurate thing, I think he says it's a sig, isn't it? Um, yeah, I can't remember but, exactly what it was. Six hour M seventeen, I think. They head over to Yulia's. Do you remember a reason why they head over to Yulia? Was there a threat against her? Um, she's video. There's a video call, isn't there, or something? Yeah, um, and they know the killers. Yeah, it's their video. In the house. Scuba is on a video chat with her, and uh -huh. I believe she gets attacked during the video call. Mm -hmm. Then, when they arrive, in fact, in between this, uh, her dad is killed. Yeah, no one knows this. Yulia doesn't know this. Uh, Scuba and Jess don't know it. So Scuba's on the video chat with Yulia while they're driving to Yulia's. She gets attacked live on the video chat which then leads them to hurry the fuck up yeah. drive maybe they're just going traffic. to say goodbye to her or something or tell Possibly. her that they've there's a little bit more evidence they've found out or so i can't remember but they, yeah, they i think they are exactly. heading over there anyway but then they get yeah they get the, yeah, the extra yeah. impetus to to go quicker when they get there the house is being renovated fully there are sheets everywhere and mm -hmm. conveniently a lovely to hire 
a table table saw <laughs> table saw you're, you're having flashbacks here Tom. here we go for anyone who wants to see real gruesome there's my less less of a thumb yeah the, it's healing own, it's healing table saw related yeah yeah <laughs> yeah accident she got it worse than me though so that's i'll, I'll yeah. give her that uh so yeah what we've got here yulia arm and stomach shredded after being thrown onto a buzzsaw by sheriff mm -hmm. uh slash john carver who has stabbed her in the ear with two corn holders so oh, yes i forgot that was the earlier one, yeah the corn and then she's but she's before deaf. that they sort of tease something with her eyes they sort of um, throw a curveball in the way because they're showing her, I think they show her twice, putting contacts in, but it's a close-up. Mm. So it kind of would lead, lead the audience to think, are we going to get an eye gouge? Are we going to get an eye stab yeah. or something? No, no, we got two ends of corn straight into her ears the by Carver. The corn. I mean, there isn't... Well, I, no, that's not true, actually. I was going to say there isn't much in the way of, like, themed kills, but I suppose... The user specifically using the corn cob holders um, is one thing, and then we have obviously have somebody roasted in an oven. Um, yeah, very much so. Basted, <laughs> cooked properly like a turkey. As like a turkey, <laughs> but I think they're the only like overt uh... um, Thanksgiving related kills. It's not like some anybody's choked to death with sweet potato pie or anything i mean it, it would have been a bit too hammy if that was too the case. like everything everyone was killed <laughs> like that um i mean again back to valentine's day doesn't he leave a rose yeah does he leave a does he leave a rose or calling card Maybe. yeah it, it would be like a calling Something card like yeah that. yeah I leave a I leave a pumpkin pie by every. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not that it needs to be, not that it needs to be. The film's called Thanksgiving. It's set around Thanksgiving. Not everything needs to be hundred percent related to it. No, um, no. But I was just, I've just, it just got me thinking. Then, do we have more than just? I think it is just those two that are. I think. It I mean, might all be, yeah. the, all the victims are being presented on this Thanksgiving table, and the yeah, you know, where um, the killer is leading up to this. Hosting a, a Thanksgiving dinner meal with all these various victims. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I think you're so right. Yeah, right. Julia gets. I think Julia's was my second favorite. I think I liked the the dumpster kill just because I wasn't quite expecting that to happen. Um, it's better to get literally just cut in half by cut this in lid half by a dumpster. I think it was, was yeah. Something something unique uh yulia is, is definitely the goriest kill though yeah she she's led on her pushed onto a what i really like about her her kill as well is not actually her kill is scuba's uh character at this point because of the fact we know he's not as douchey as evan but he's he does have a heart obviously for his girlfriend and i appreciate the fact that he st he said um what do i do because uh, Yulia is, uh, John Carver's got Yulia around the neck with a knife, I believe, or the or an axe or a weapon. And he, he's like, what, what, what do I do? What do I do? Rather than, big fucking tough guy. Bam, bam, yeah. bang. I got you, babe. Like, he, he, just, just what do I do? What, what, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And um, it doesn't go their way. Yulia gets knocked onto the saw, shreds up her insides, and she's, uh, John Carver escapes. She's left laying on him. 
his girlfriend bleeding out. Well, I think she's pretty much dead at this point. I don't think she's uh, bleeding out on him. I think she's no, dead she's, with her guts hanging dead. out. And he's just absolute shock. But what do I do now? What do I do now? He just doesn't know how to uh, take in this whole situation. Mm-hmm. I really liked his character work then. Yeah, um, it was good. I mean, and a little bit, like I say, a little bit more depth than perhaps you'd expect from a, yeah. um, from a, a, a slasher. <laughs> oh, um, completely. Yeah, I think uh, then is the next kill the our turkey in the parade. Yes. Or is that um, before? Is that before you, Leo? No, the parade is I, next. The parade is next because I don't think I think I wrote my kills down as I remembered them and not necessarily in the order of which they occurred. Um, but yeah, we have the broad daylight Thanksgiving parade attack with. The, uh, it's the young nerdy kid, isn't it? In the in the turkey costume, he plays the turkey. Mascot. Yeah, his, his name is Lionel. I'm trying to find what he looks like in the film. Um, um, but yeah, it just it's full on. Yeah. Well, it's actually it's the protesters. The protesters, led by Mitch, attack the uh, well, not attack, but disrupt the parade and throw smoke bombs about. It's kind of their fault, really. Mm. And while that, while the cover of the smoke is there, yeah, John Carver is able to to run in and decapitate the the guy in the turkey costume, um, which also leads to somebody getting a the prow of a ship through the back of the head <laughs> or through their well, entire head. This was probably my favourite kill of the film. I liked it. It was good because it came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So they're on the they're on the the, the parade the float that they're on is a basically mm-hmm. puritan one it's like the main model of the it's, mayflower. The, it's the mayflower it yeah. is the model of the mayflower and, yeah. and like jess and scuba are working with the police they're, they're kind of trying to set up john carver yeah so the police are patrolling um jess and scuba are dressed up as the the pagans on the boat they're, they're just everyone's just puritans. on the lookout purit pagans. Not pagans what's the difference <laughs> tell me what the difference is i keep getting it wrong i feel well, like he, Christianity, pagan, pagans. Oh, you're right. Oh my God, God you're right. <laughs> or, or that. I apologise. I feel like I've got that wrong the whole episode. Okay, I mean episodes in podcast. The pilgrims. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving, pilgrims. Um, dressed as pilgrims, as are. What was his name? Uh, he's just named as unnamed man, uh, but he <laughs> looks like he sat next to. I want to say the grandkids or kids. In the in the front of the van, uh, lorry, and yeah, this boat, this boat just the the what is it called? The base, the, the hull, the the bowsprit. Yeah, I think is the actual term for it. Pierced the back Spirit of his skull spit. and out of the front of his face, just opens up, and the blood spurts on the kids. It's horrific. It's gruesome. It's yeah. Great. If you can it's imagine bad. putting an an, an olive on uh, a toothpick, <laughs> it's like that. But the toothpick is most of blunt. The... <laughs> yeah, blunt and <laughs> significantly thicker. So yeah. it's not going to come out clean the other end. Just <laughs> skewered on this beam of wood, on this pole of wood. It's just 
It's ridiculous. So, it's so gross. I, I didn't see it coming. And even no, he, really, no, but... No, <laughs> well, no. No, I didn't. No, because it's like you say, you, you've got a killer, like, operating and, and, and bumping off particular specific targets. And this is just an accident, the freak accident that occurs in the chaos of something else happening. And it's, yeah, we'll just... Uh, we'll just absolutely ruin this poor guy's head in front of his kids it's just awful so there's laughing. a there, no it's, it's funny there's a there's an interesting point about this the parade is that obviously this was another focal point from the original trailer um guy in the turkey costume in a pilgrim outfit gets head chopped off during the parade and in this book Grindhouse special, uh, behind the scenes book. There's a couple of pages talking about the Thanksgiving trailer. Okay. And a whole interview mm -hmm. by Eli Roth. Like if you can see the pictures. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whole in there's uh, our turkey boy. Oh, whole turkey, interview yeah. by Eli Roth about how they produced it in two days. He produced it out in Prague just as they finished shooting Hostel Part Two. Oh right. And like everyone pretty much worked for free. Michael Bean was really wanted to get involved. Michael Bean's in that trailer for like a second. Okay. As the cop, um, the kids in the parade were like local uh, majorettes troop. They're spinning their their baton, and they got them to get involved. But they he had to really specifically say to the kids, like, "This is going to be really horrible. Okay, this is going to be really bloody." And um, when they did it, apparently they they chopped it off, had the blood spurting out, and some of the kids got covered. Some of the kids apparently were just traumatized screaming and shouting and then instantly flipped apparently to once the camera stopped they were kicking around the loose head laughing having fun <laughs> with it and everything <clears throat> so I, i'm really glad they kept that in there as well because we said earlier about the um original trailer a lot of it was kept in uh i'm really happy it was because i don't think a lot of many people saw that original trailer no uh, it was um to a lot it was of people a new one on me I've I've I watched it since we uh, we did the the trailer for the yeah. full feature. Um, I I went out and watched uh, watched some of the other ones, and yeah, I've not I've never seen um, all of them. I don't think I think a lot of people to a lot of people this is just a new horror film. They, they, mm -hmm. they don't they, I mean yeah, not everyone needs to know the background to every horror film or film. Yeah, that's for us horror nerds and freaks. But it's it's an it's a really interesting background and to see where yeah. it came from, you know, like they had to say they had two days. They and what's also interesting about the original trailer is that when you do a fake trailer like that, you don't have to worry about the story. There is oh, no, no story. It's just they, a bunch of scenes yeah. mashed together. Yeah, there doesn't need to be any. Uh, uh, no point. Do you do you think I need to have a a story here? It can just be. No. All you have to establish yeah. is there's a killer going around killing people. Mm -hmm. Like show show the killer looking the same in each um, scenario. None of the scenarios have to link. It's just a killer killing people in different ways. It's great. Um, yeah, very much. I one thing that did kind of feel a bit out of place though was who our killer we know our killer is the sheriff dressed up as that clown. In the parade and how he then oh, kid yeah. he was dressed up as a clown to that's how he kidnapped jess scuba mm -hmm. um he kidnapped someone else there was someone else in that 
Evan and Gabby were already taken. Um, it was, was, it, it was the it was the tranquilizer pistol, wasn't it? It was the father. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, the dad, uh, the the owner, uh, Thomas Wright. Yeah. yeah. Did you recognise him, by the way? The actor. I did, but I couldn't place where from. But uh, Hostel. Yeah. Oh, it's years since I've seen Hostel. He's one of the uh, the, uh, the 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 killers, the the torturers. Right. Yeah. He's right. the I sus- American. I suspect I've client. seen him in something else. Oh, he's uh, got that face. More recently than that, I'm just having a quick skim through his credits, though, and I, there's nothing. But uh, there's nothing that jumps out. But he's a big yeah, TV definitely. guy. Yeah, and it must it must just be a random. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was the three of them that got kidnapped. But the, the clown mask just—I don't know—it didn't look right. It didn't feel right. I mean, maybe maybe that was a subtle, a subtle way of. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it was. It was a little bit out there. Um, maybe because he told the off- officers that it was going to be the John Carver mask that. Yeah, maybe. A good way to get her out of it. Um, oh, uh, it's not just Thomas Wright. It's Kathleen Wright as well gets kidnapped. His his new wife. Yeah. Which then leads into the scene at the Carver house. Yes. Uh, and her, this this was a bit longed out, her death. The sort of, um, she wakes up, tries to escape from the house while he's still mm-hmm. hunting her. A little bit of hiding, a little bit of hiding there. Then eventually yeah, gets uh, captured and... Caught, uh, basted, seasoned, set to 180 for however many hours. Mm-hmm. Melt, flesh melted, no... cooked alive in the oven. <laughs> there was no indication that she was stuffed prior to going into the oven. <laughs> A bit of sage and onion. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> I'm just, no. you know, just, that's how people cook turkeys, isn't it? Um, not... Wouldn't he have to take the giblets out first? I mean, I was going to say there's no, <laughs> there's no giblet removal that we saw either. Um, yeah, but you know, get... uh, yes, fully. Uh, I was, I, I like that again as well as just being a like particularly gruesome way to go. Being burned alive is. is probably one of the most horrible ways to go, and it's, um, like it, it's, it's very unhinged and unique things to do to somebody uh to, thing to do to somebody yeah. who isn't really like okay she's the wife of the store owner but arguably has the least to do with or apart from like the other uh yeah. the lizzie she doesn't really have much to do with it um and that's a particularly group. Like, if you were going to roast anybody alive as the turkey on your like horrible, murderous Thanksgiving dinner, surely the dad, surely Thomas, yeah, would be yeah. like the centerpiece, being responsible for the 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 you know the store being opening and you know the facilitating the entire tragedy to occur. Um, whereas she's just a bit of a you know it. 
bystander in in terms of that. I and think it's it just it just ramps it up as well because up to now we've had like attempted axe murderings and you know run somebody over and uh, well actual axe murderings as well. Yeah, and yeah. you can kind of go like, all right, he's the he's partner the love of his life got killed and it's revenge but then like to roast somebody alive is a is a step up from stabbing a few people i i know what you're saying yeah you yeah. know what i mean it, there's a lot more work involved with it yeah i yeah. think though with her like she doesn't get much play with the film but it's her motives in the film she pretty much eggs on thomas yeah. she she like he He's got a little bit of a weakness to his new wife because she is a new wife. I think uh, I think Jess mentions her mum passed away and she hates she hates Kathleen. Yeah. She's that yeah. bit of a gold digger sort of looking feeling it's character. That, it's that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, she's like she's got her hooks into Thomas because he's a successful businessman. And and... She eggs him on to keep the store open and be open this new year, mm. which then leads back to if she didn't do this, if he didn't open the store because of her, this wouldn't have happened. It all. It kind of yeah, comes back to her. I suppose. If... I suppose. But I think you'd have to maybe know about their relationship to make mm, mm. To, to make that connection. I think if from the outside you'd just blame him as the store owner and you'd put him at the top of the, the blame tree. Mm. Unless, unless you knew them intimately and knew that, you know... But even then, it's down to him to say yes or no, I suppose. He's... Yeah, their relationship's only alluded to bit by yeah. bit throughout the film. We don't get that much backstory between them. Mm-hmm. But we just get that specific reason. Yeah. Um, and she's, while she's cooked, uh, another, another homage again to the original trailer. She is the the turkey. Yes, she is the uh, turkey. Presented in the... I mean, they've even got the little chef's hat. Um, yeah drumstick end things <laughs> thankfully nice uh, thankfully uh we don't get what happens to the turkey in the trailer on this film do you Do-in remember letters? no i don't i don't remember at the very end of the original thanksgiving trailer that turkey turkey quote unquote is being heavily pleasured from behind oh yeah, it's it's wild. It's a, it's a split. Se- I'm gonna see if I can quickly. Just- quite, quite literally, the turkey does get stuffed. Um, there we go. End the podcast. That's great, great, great <laughs> line. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't recall that bit. Um, but like you say, they made some. I guess. I guess the main changes are that sort of more sexual element to. Yeah. To the killings is taken out, I suppose. But she she does get a little bit uh, carved and eaten. Uh, yes, I hang on. Well, just give me a sec. <laughs> I found it. Right, have a look at this. I, I'm sharing. I'm linking it to you okay. at the exact point when it happens. Okay. This is, the, this is the end of the 2007 Thanksgiving fake trailer by Eli Roth, and you can see right after the title, you'll see what I'm saying. And no, folks, I'm not going to put it up as a clip on the t- on on here. Just go watch it for yourself. Oh, hold on, it's it's played it from the beginning. Let's no, uh, two two minutes sixteen starting from. Oh yeah, 
yep, yep. <laughs> you see what I mean? Uh, yep, I definitely <laughs> saw that. It's a little um, bit, um, it's a little bit Butler from Scary Movie Two. <laughs> get the get the turkey on here. Get the stuffing in there. It, yes. So we've got the the large bird with the meat thermometer in and stuff, and it's the head on a small turkey body. I think, isn't it? Yep. Yes, it is. Um, in front of some children, no less, as well. That is that is a scene. <laughs> yep. It's it most definitely is a scene. Um. I, mean, but I think I can understand why they didn't go down that route. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like that he kept the dinner scene, them tied up. It's very Texas Chainsaw. Didn't they yeah. wake up with this horrific dinner scene? Um, we get a kill here and there. We get uh, the can- near enough cannibalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you were about to say with uh, Kathleen being cut up. Just mm-hmm. like a turkey, I love that. Like a little sliver being cut up. Yeah, it looks so gross. Does does he? He try? Does he force it to Thomas? I think he does. Yeah. Yeah. I think he does. And, and then does um, a, a bit of bit of vomiting. Then Amy's death, uh, final death, being the the corkscrew to get the wine, quote unquote, out. I love yeah. that. And then Evans' death. <laughs> Evan's death at <laughs> yes. the table with the meat tenderizer. Yes, yes. Um, that that made that was basically Galen Ross's ca- uh, cast of a, a head cast just being exploded again, just being <laughs> crushed by a meat tenderizer. Yeah, Ooh. it's very very brutal. Um, but are they streaming it at this point as well? It's all being streamed, I think. Isn't yeah, it, it is because we've is, got the yeah. police are are. Um, trying but there's a bunch of dummy phones and like relays and things so the the police are turning up to the wrong place the wrong location yeah yeah, yeah. just and finding the streams of the streams being broadcast which is a bit saw-esque i was just Um, about to say that it is it is very saw-esque yeah but we also it's a bit of an exposition scene but it's not like he takes off the mask and the hat goes it was me and this is the reason why i did it this is the reason why i killed this person and I like the um, the overdubbing. Like it's not his voice. It's uh, it's kind of mm-hmm. like a ghost face sort of voice modulation. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's not overly over the top exposition, where it's an instant reveal. It's just a little bit. No, of, just uh, this is this is what's happening to you. This is why this is happening to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just works nicely with uh, with that scene playing out and the the police. Are... On the way, and I think you know they're not going to be going to the right place. I think we, oh yeah, we know yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's going to be a red herring. But um, oh, actually, we when they went to McCarthy's, he gave her this little. Uh, it was like a um, little James Bond scene where Q would give Bond the yeah. gadgets and guns. So he got went through the guns, and then got that little ring that had a little uh, little blade on it. It's got a little blade in it, and I think he says it belonged to his dad. Yeah who'd it saved his i think he said there was something like it saved his life in iraq or or something like that um yeah there's it's there's a couple of times throughout the film where he's basically trying to give her this like tactical there's there's a belt i think with a knife in the buckle i think when when uh scuba gets his gun earlier he's trying to give her 
um, another sort of like punch dagger yeah. hitting a belt belt buckle combination thing. Um, but yeah, he does he does succeed in giving her the ring, which is ultimately what allows her and uh, Scuba to escape, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yes, they escape the cabin, and um, this is the point where I. I was starting to believe, okay, I think the sheriff is the killer. Because when they escape the cabin, or when Jess escapes, because Scuba gets knocked down uh, in the cabin, Carver starts chasing Jess. Uh, Jess climbs the fence. Carver, I believe, climbs the fence as well, or gets stuck at that point. Either way, Jess runs in, keeps running, runs uh, down the road and finds sheriff on the knocked to the ground by a police car Mm. and sheriff states that he had bobby tied up as a suspect or something like that um bobby knocked him knocked him down and escaped and that's where we see a quick glimpse of bobby running into the the warehouse yeah how the hell he was already in the carver costume how did he get there first Mm -hmm. changed down on the ground yeah. it feels a bit inconsistent with the timings on that it is very yeah it'd have to be very quick um it'd have to be very, i mean well as we said earlier i hope that it doesn't go for a sequel but if it does maybe there's a reveal that there was he had an accomplice um, uh, yeah but there isn't enough motive for the t- uh, the, the no there, there isn't. isn't a motive for an accomplice the motive um, is very personal is is yeah. so personal yeah, um, definitely. There's no, there's no logical reason how we'd be able to really convince somebody to go along, um, and help him out with it. Yeah, so that that was probably the thing out of the whole film. The the film itself was solidly structured. I felt, mm-hmm. apart from the odd thing we mentioned earlier about the school and the gym. Are they the same place? And now this, which felt yeah, I'm not a bit sure about issue. that. I do think we've forgotten something there. But this, yeah. this, like you say, is the the timing is far too tight. It is, so yeah. it doesn't doesn't quite work. But I wasn't. Um, I was definitely not thinking it was uh, Bobby. Is it Bobby? Yeah, uh, her ex boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. That definitely not. Wasn't thinking it was Bobby. So it's not like I was hoodwinked that. Oh, it's the sheriff chasing the actual killer, but no, it turns out it's the sheriff. I was like, well, we know it's not Bobby. It can't be Bobby. And I'm not twigged it was the sheriff until he, he comes out of the warehouse and was like, oh, I think I shot him, but he got yeah, away. And I was like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's absolutely him. Um, but, I, the, but at no point prior to that was I thinking it was Bobby. It was going to be a third party. It was going to be somebody else. Um, I, never bel- I never caught a motive that, would lead us to believe Bobby would uh, be the killer. The, he, got his, in, he got his wrist broken during the, uh, the the riot. Which ended his career, supposedly. Yeah. But when we come back to him, he says like, oh, it's healed and the therapist is saying it's as good as ever and there's no problem, essentially. So did it ruin his career? Not really. No. Um, and also, well, I say also what career, but I suppose... Sport in America does work like that, doesn't it? If you're top of your game in high school, you'll get a college sponsorship out of it, and that's generally how people make their way into the... It's life. Into the pro leagues. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, a, a high school injury could potentially end any prospect of 
um, a future career. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's baseball because he's a pitcher, I think, isn't it? That's the yes, that's that the, makes sense. Yes, he is a pitcher. Yeah, is. you kind of need your hand for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he does say that it's fine. <laughs> it's it's like, fine. It's so fine. not a career ender, maybe a slight hiccup on the road to still doing it, but who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't a it wasn't a strong motive, and he left and he'd come back. But I mean, the the main reason why you know it's not him is that he's half the size of the person that, in the Carver mask running around through that the entire film. He's, yeah, he's, he's really a, small. He's a little short <laughs> fellow. It's definitely not yeah. him. <laughs> um, on I I do like though this website I've got here. The last death, obviously being Sheriff Eric Newland slash John Carver. Blown up by Jess with a turkey balloon full of flammable gas. Quote, uh, in brackets, debatable. So it really is established that it is debatable that he dies. Because you, that's that's the way to get around it. You do an explosion. Yeah. And I think they mentioned that they find no trace of him as well, didn't they? They do. The fire brigade go But they, no they sort of say like, oh, well, an explosion like that, you wouldn't expect there to be any trace. But yeah, like you say, it's all very convenient mm. for uh, to leave it open-ended. Yeah. Um, which they kind of tease a bit at the end. They do. We get our sort of usual, she wakes up from a nightmare and then it's a nightmare within a nightmare as we get a bit of jump scare of him fully on fire jumping out of the closet at her, which is but quite that, good. That is the nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, but she's, she, <clears throat> isn't she, doesn't she have a little dream where she wakes up and... That's what like, I mean. She, the night, she, she wakes up thinking that the, the, seeing the cupboard open goes to check it out and that isn't that the nightmare oh maybe where he dr- yeah he because he can't out. yeah on fire yeah uh, yeah yeah that, yeah and then yeah, she wakes, I think, and then she wakes yeah. up i thought That's, it was like i thought it was another level to it than that but well, I, th- I, I can't remember that i think there is i think let's have a look on our reliable source wikipedia um like you say i think it's shorter waking up and seeing the cupboard door yeah and the closet door but maybe and that was yeah but I thought we had something prior to that that indicated oh, right. that it might be a dream. I might be wrong. It's, here it's neither here nor there anyway. Yeah, we get a little tease of him jumping out and being on fire. And then that's that That was it, wasn't it? Was it roll credits at that point? Yep. Yep. Um, uh, the authorities are unable to find Newland's remains, leading them to believe he was incinerated in the explosion. However, Jessica... Jessica? Or Jess? Continues to have nightmares of a flaming Newland attacking her from bedroom closet. Yeah. Um, and she's not she's still with Ryan at this point she is yeah she don't really know why no he he's is. a dickhead <laughs> he, I mean like say he's it's leaned on that he might be the killer and he does come across as being a fucking douchebag to be quite yeah honest. he really does he really does especially when she you know like has questions about him and he gets he does throw his toys out of the pram massively and act like a complete numpty um yeah, uh, and yeah, we get a, a. Was it the Misfits playing out on the credits? I think it, it was, was a really cool credit scene sequence. It was. It, it was, was really nice. The artwork was really cool. I just one thing with with that final scene of um, her nightmares. It, it was very reminiscent again of I know what you did last. Uh, no, I still know what you did last summer. Um, after the, right at the end, Jen, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. Jr. They're back home. It's like the final scene. They're, they're getting ready for bed. She sits down, looks at the mirror in front of her, and she can see the killer. 
underneath the bed, grabs mm. her and pulls her under, and then the film ends. So you don't know if that's real or not, because how the hell did he get there? Um, yeah, very, very again, another thing, very, very reminiscent of that series or that era. But they leave it open ended. Yeah, and I, but like I say, I don't. I hope that's just a choice uh, to you know to sort of use a use a well trodden trope. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd be quite disappointed to see a sequel. Uh, we when we when we when the crates rolled and me and my partner finished, you know, turned to each other. I think we both pretty much said at the same time, it's it was good, but it's a one and done. Like I I don't. It should be. Yeah, I don't want to see any more of it. I don't think Carver is iconic or really entertaining enough as a killer to warrant some uh, to warrant sequels. You know what I mean? He's quite. It's not. He's, uh, you know what I mean. He's not. He's not doing anything special. Should I say? It's probably the way to describe it. It's. Well, look um, at your other other holiday slashes, right? Which. In theory, it was the inspiration for. It. I mean, he, in fact, Eli Ross states in this book that, you know, growing up in the seventies and eighties, you had the first Black Christmas, then Halloween, uh, Mother's Day, My Bloody Valentine, Silent Night, Deadly Night, April Fool's Day. All these were his inspiration for. Why do we not have a Thanksgiving one? Thanksgiving one. But then you look at where these ones went. Black Christmas, great standalone, and it it ends open ended. Killer's mm. still there. It's great. Leave it. Halloween, unfortunately, look what they did with it. That would have been a perfect one and done. Uh, Mother's yeah. Day. Mother's Day is a bit different. Mother's Day is a bit goofier. It's a trauma film. My Bloody yeah. Valentine, I don't believe, has a sequel. Ends open-ended. It doesn't end. All happy days. Everyone's great. Killer's dead. Silent Night, Deadly Night. From what I remember... Uh, Spoiler, we'll be talking about that soon. Um, and um, April Fool's Day. Little twist to that film. When they, go, go listen to our past episode. Um, but for the most part, they, they kind of end open-ended and don't go on to sequels, which is a much better idea, much better way of going about it. Because if you, you, you dedicate to a sequel, you've got to hit the nail on the head. You've got to do it right. Yeah, it's, it's just not. It just doesn't need one. It just doesn't need one. If your sequel doesn't land, it could put a real blemish on your original mm. success. It could really hinder um, people wanting to watch this first film because they know what's coming after. Yeah. Um, I mean, arguably, though, why would you go and see Thanksgiving 2 without watching Thanksgiving 1 first? Wait, well, it... so what do you call it? Thanksgiving 2. It just, it's rubbish. I, mean, <laughs> I suppose Black Friday. Isn't Black Friday after Thanksgiving? Oh. So if you were gonna Black Thanksgiving too would be But they've already done the Black Friday bit. But Black Friday was, yeah, I know. But... Yeah. But no. No more no sequels. No sequels. <laughs> but they shouldn't a... be. They shouldn't be. It was a good it was a good one and done, and it's good to see another film come out of the uh the Grand House trailers. Yeah, um, we, we have two left. I Are doubt they they'll get do them. Are I... they going to do them? Do we... I mean, Rob Zombie always probably needs money, so we. Rob... So Rob Zombie will do them. Is what you say? Well, no, because he his trailer was one of them uh, yeah, Werewolf Women of the SS. The SS, yeah, which had Nick Cage in. Uh -huh. Nick Cage will do it. He will always do it. He'll do it for a fiver. 
I mean, to be honest, that would be good. I'd like. I I want don't. I want Edgar Wright with uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg doing don't, because do you remember? Do you remember don't the trailer? I I don't. Wait. Um... Have a, have, a, have, a, have a watch. Have a look of it now. I'm going to watch it as well because it's fantastic. It's just basically a haunted house film, but the house includes just all the horror you can think of, all the macabre, mm -hmm. horrific things you can think of. And it, I think it would be fantastic. I've got it. Got it up now. Yeah, we'll have a look. Oh, again, well. it's got that 70s. Oh, yeah. crap. Is that Mark Gatiss as well? It yes, is. this is basically everyone you can think of from British British TV. Mm -hmm. I think 70s horror is definitely my favourite era. I just love the grainy footage. We got, we got, look at that, <laughs> axe killer, machete killer. I've just got to uh, Nick Frost. Yeah, <laughs> in the baby. <laughs> oh, a Rafe's ball there, yeah. Frightening child. Yeah, no, fair one. This is this is good. I love this. I mean, that, it 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 make. I mean, obviously, as we know from uh, the earlier work, Edgar Wright does horror comedy quite well, and yeah. this would be a great either film or anthology could do a fun horror comedy anthology series. Um. You could, but I love the idea of it just being a roller coaster of this house yeah. is like a H. H. Holmes house where it's there's like traps by everything. Yeah. Traps and what shit everywhere. There's there's a killer in this part of the house, there's a zombie there's a <laughs> yeah. just utter madness. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. It nonsensical. It doesn't have to make sense. And I just want it to be crazy fun. Yeah. In two hours, give it two hours because there's going to be a lot to include in it. But I, yeah, I think I think that would be superb. Um, I enjoyed Machete. I enjoyed Machete. I enjoyed Hobo with a Shotgun. Um, I've still never seen Hobo with a Shotgun. It was all right. Again, you know, amusing for what it is. Um, yeah. I've, I think I've watched it once and never really felt an inkling to to watch it again. But yeah, you know. Do you see the original trailer? No, again, see, I've never, I've never watched the things, but given, um, you know, you don't hear that there's a film called Hobo with a Shotgun, and then think, <laughs> I'm not going to watch that. So, I don't know if I've still, I did have it at one point. I don't know if I've still got, if I've still got it in the collection. I believe it was Rutger Hauer as well, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's the original, original trailer for Hobo with a Shotgun, the original one. Have a look at that. This feels like a trauma film. The way it's shot and filmed. Oh, wow, what a shotgun. Yeah, definitely. It looks like it's recorded on a, like a handy cam. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's it's beautiful. In fact, it's being made to look sort of like that's that same 70s grindhouse yeah. look. Yet, quite clearly, all mod cons and buildings and cars and things yeah. in the background is... <laughs> I'm fairly certain this 
this trailer wasn't shown this as much this was held back quite a bit um from a lot of showings i think this was meant to be put after death proof so in the grindhouse settings it went it went machete planet terror other trailers death proof and then home i think that's how it it went down um yeah this trailer goes <laughs> this trailer just goes it is yeah it's definitely got that sort of trauma we're all I dirty copped <laughs> he though santa that's a good one brilliant he gets <laughs> it's just mad you get ninjas cyborg ninjas and yeah, I think there's a yeah. I think there's a Nazi at some point in there as well, because you know the perennial villains knocking his teeth out. Yeah, the teeth. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, why not? Why not do them all? At this point, it feels like they probably should. You know, at some there's point, just, material just, and ideas right there waiting just to go. Finish them off. Yeah, and then you could have a nice little grand house box set of all the films. There you go. That's that's food for thought for you, isn't it? That's something that you're going to be thinking long and hard about after. Well, the problem is Grindhouse itself. Planetary you can get on DVD as Death Proof. You, it's impossible to get them on Blu-ray or 4K. The yeah. only place I found it is a production company in Australia where you can get it as a collector's edition. It's really hard to find. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe streaming services have it. Um, but for collecting purposes, yeah, to have Machete, Planet Terror. Death Proof, now Thanksgiving. I've seen Thanksgiving's already going to be released, I believe, in January, 4K, a Blu-ray. Um, like you said, Home of a Shotgun. It would be awesome to have them all. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't think we'll ever see that because uh, to, to probably to Quinton and Robert Rodriguez, that's way in the past now. That's nearly 20 years ago, 50, mm. 15 years ago. You know, and it didn't do very well, so move on. Yeah, um, yeah, but like you say, surely those individual directors could could do it. It was twenty years ago, but literally this year <laughs> is is when Thanksgiving came out. So, yeah, if um, hopefully with the success of Thanksgiving, because it's done really well. It's it, done well. It's reviewed well. It's done well. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully more comes from the uh, the Grindhouse uh, experience. Yeah. say from 2007 well like you said thanksgiving is doing quite well at the minute um its reviews are what seven let me say seven out of ten seven. on imdb at the minute which i think is i think it's fair 82 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah maybe that's maybe a little high for me but 70 70 percent 70 percent seven great. out of ten i think that's fair a nice one and done um worth a watch Yep. Good entertaining movie. Go um, see it. Go see it. Nice little nod to older older slasher movies. Um you know, sort of those those late nineties, early two thousand ones as we've said. The uh the teen star who done it slasher yeah. film. Um yeah, good fun. Good fun. Yeah, great good fun. Go go watch it. Go go check it out. And if uh, you can't go see it, check it out when it comes out on uh, dvd blu-ray 4k or video on demand highly highly yeah, recommend it's probably it's, not too far it's uh as, as as we've said uh towards the end of the year uh we've got a wrap-up episode at the end of the year um 
I have got a list on my phone, top t- uh, top ten or list top list of films for this year, horror films this year. Uh, it's ranking highly from this mm-hmm. year for me. It's ranking pretty high. Um, yeah, we'll get to that in the month's time. Um, did you, you didn't have anything else to bring to the table for Thanksgiving? I do not. I like what you did there, though. But no, I think I am stuffed. Too good at this. <laughs> Too good at this. Too good at this. That's that's great. Perfect. Um, so as I said at the beginning, if you are still here, thank you for sticking by. This was meant to be Bride of Frankenstein, but because Thanksgiving was out, it was fresh in our heads somewhat. Um, there's probably a lot we've forgotten. <clears throat> we had to get this out of the way. So next week will be Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. Frankenstein. Um looking forward to that. I do I do like going back to these old classics. Um Yeah. And reviewing so they're, them. They're, they're, they're fascinating. Good yeah. to watch them. Um, and, yeah. and then the rest of December, all the good Christmas fun. And uh later on today, you're gonna give me your picks. But by the time this picks. is out, yeah. by the time people are listening to this, you will should hopefully already know. So you mm-hmm. should see what Christmas fun we've got coming your way along with the 2023 wrap-up. So sure. yes, plenty of good stuff to come. We've got ideas for January. Once you get your Wishmaster box set, we'll go through all the Wishmasters, <laughs> the Species films. Looking forward to that. i um, to see what, see what Santa Claus brings me. Oh, Santa Claus has some good stuff for you. <laughs> Partly, what... Uh, Part of it is one film we will do in the future. Ooh, okay. I've said, too, I've okay. said too much. Have you have you sent this care package already? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. No. Nope. We had a we had a missed parcel delivery card through the other day, and I don't know. No. Oh idea no, what no, it no, is. no, no, <laughs> no! Not me, not me, sir. Okay. No, it will be coming in the near future. In the near future. So yes, that is Thanksgiving. Um, do check out the rest of November's episodes where we checked out Kill List and the Vivitch. Uh, you can find all that on Spotify, Apple, Google, Podbean, Amazon, and YouTube. Um, is there anything in the mailbag? There isn't anything in the mailbag. I should there isn't anything in the mailbag. Well, if you do wish to send us something into our mailbag, it is the dreadcastpodcast at gmail.com. Um, always happy to hear. Uh, you know, thoughts, comments, uh, suggestions, just, you know, you just want to get in touch and say hello. Very welcome to do so. That is the Dreadcast Podcast at gmail.com. Um, well, if that's it, everything, if that's all done and dusted, Tom, then um, I've got I've got some work on the car to do. <laughs> I think we should go through this again, just in case we've mixed, missed out anything. We should fine-tooth comb it. <laughs> let's just go through the whole film again, and let's just...